So do you guys think that Kobe Bryant just had the secret inside of him for world peace? Because without Kobe, this shit has just gone bonkers. And I don't know what to do with myself. We've been at war for 18 years. Yeah, but that's like on purpose. <laughs> that's designed. Sorry, former military. Salute the troops. Uh, that's on purpose. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the pre-show of the scene countdown. What, pa- what part of between Kobe dying and today was accident? That wasn't on purpose, Kobe dying. I said after. Um, the coronavirus. That's an accident. <laughs> we, there was ways to go ahead and, and and subdue all of that and get that under control. This is gonna sound real morbid, but maybe like maybe the coronavirus actually was inside of Kobe. I, that was my theory. <laughs> and the downwind hit China. No, <laughs> that, that was my theory. No, because you know he's he's a fan of the Asian population. He probably that's, went to China uh, one time. That's a literal conspiracy theory out there in the dark web somewhere. Really, that Kobe's like Burnt. ether, his soul, like what made like you his know, talent like from like killing Kobe was the. Some sort of satanic ritual that unleashed Corona on the Earth, but technically that, it was around before that. But we're going to ignore that for these purposes. <laughs> well, that's what conspiracy theories do. They're not real ninety-five percent of the time. I would say ninety-eight percent of the time. <laughs> I would say that, but um, no, because has has life really felt the same since that? I know for me it hasn't. I'm not as big into the Kobe bus as you are, so it's really life has seemed like a shit show since. From a worldview perspective, 2012, 2016. Oh, well, yeah, for obvious reasons. <laughs> 2012 is a little bit weird, though. I mean, the Mayans were like, yeah, it's all going to fucking end. And then from there on, it kind of just started. The first you know. thing I remember about 2012 is the movie 2012. And I'm like, oh, nah. I will say 2020 has kind of sucked around the board. <laughs> 2020 is I mean, bullshit so far. <laughs> like in my real life, 2020 has been great. Yeah. In my, um, like in my, in my direct life, 2020 in a worldview. Um, it's kind of sucked. Yeah. I mean, look at, we're in the new studio now. If you guys are watching on Twitch or on YouTube or wherever we're at. I mean, you can check if anyone's watching. Yeah. We're, we're live, baby. Oh, there's, there's one person watching. Cause we didn't Thank start you, on Juan. Time. Thank you. Yeah. And it might just be a robot. It might just be me in my own chat, but we got all this. Look at this space. There's so much space. You guys have space over there. We do. Are you guys sweating? No. Not yet. But but I, give it some time. I got air conditioning. It's not on right now because it's t- like generally cool, but I got a fan there. I got air conditioning. We got fucking studio lights and shit. It does it look nice. It feels good. I'm, I'm happy that you're happy. I am happy. <laughs> and I'm going to drink my Kool-Aid because of it. It's just to offset the beer it's, I drinking. Oh, yeah. And I also have beer. But it, that's because it's St. Patrick's Day, guys, or it's about to be. So I need to make sure to have some Irish stout. When is St. Patrick's Day? Tuesday? Tuesday. Got you. Yeah. All the parties got canceled. All the parties got canceled, but hey, we can still drink like I. I just couldn't find Jameson. There was they were out of stock there, but it's being were they out of stock, or you can you just not buy liquor into on in Texas on Sunday? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't actually check, but the idea is, hey everybody, I know we're all coronavirus style. Thank you everybody for joining us. Everyone's in what do they call it? It's not self isolation. Social distancing is the the new thing. The ultimate dark slayers in this piece. Welcome. Um, social distancing, guys. You guys are now a respectable long distance away now on this side of the studio. Jess is no longer breathing down your shoulder. 
You can't see her, but she's got her own couch oh, and living there. room now. She's still there. Oh, yeah. Ever present. She's still in the ether that doesn't exist between hand either me, one of us. Hand me cocaine-like candy. That's just delicious. What were those gummy bears? The <laughs> No, they're like, um, what is it? Uh, coated. Uh, yeah, I got it. Oh, look, she's got to like move and shit. They're Before, probably... she would just like here, like slightly off camera from her chair. Sour crunch crawlers. So crunch. basically, it's like uh, the gummy worms covered in a delicious nerd's Stop crunch. Stop putting the fuck. Oh, give me some, though. Give, give me one, at least, please. They were delicious. No, I was just concerned about the fact that you were just like all up in the microphone. No, right dog, like just like it. how like it's a tantalizing, uh, tantalizing uh, sound. I don't like sweets, or I'm sorry, not sweets, but rather sour stuff. Oh well, then yeah, I don't to, like you. To, well, to I the, never like to you. the point that he doesn't like margaritas. Really, I don't like the cheap tequila they use. No, that wasn't it. You said you don't like the sour margaritas, which. I I like how I, I told you what I said, and then you're like, no, you said something else. I know what you said, because I was like, that's Espelon. It's okay. Is that too sour for you? It's not so bad. No, it's not sour. It's a little sour, though. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you eat these by the handful, by the bagful, even. Hey, dog. I like, I've, I've never, you know what the sad part is? Because I'm a candy head, too. Like, I don't think of those bags as, like, multiple servings, and that's when you have a problem. <laughs> like I've never bought but, those bags, but that's like, true. With that's a that that's more than one serving. That's like, true never with packaging it. and most American things. Like you're not supposed to eat Oreos by the sleeve. You're not. But supposed I don't. Says who? <laughs> like, see, but I have a good con- I have a good control <laughs> palette with like cookies and other things. So like candy, if I buy a bag and it says it's more than one serving, I've just always thought it's one serving. You just get mad at it. Yeah, I was like, why stop lying? If it would save them the time and the guilt if they just put the collective total. Like, stop putting it, but one serving no. and the collective calorie count. Did you know that Top Ramen Pack is two servings? How do you eat it? You, so the, you know how it has a fold? You break it in half, one serving, and then I guess you're supposed to half the packet? I don't know. But a, but a ramen I mean, packet is two servings. I know that one ramen is one whole day's worth of sodium. Like, yeah, I mean, one ra- like if you're eating the ramen anyway, are you really worried about serving sizes at that point? I mean, yes. you're just ho- you're just apparently there's a lot of people that aren't because all the ramen at H E B is gone. So <laughs> let me go into a little bit about that. So the world's on fire. Everyone's panicking. Toilet paper galore. The world I- is on fire because people are panicking. Yes. So I'm not disagreeing in that part. Trump's pawning off trying to buy German <laughs> German scientists. You saw that shit, right? Can, can we can we recap? Did you see that? I'm. I'm keeping up with everything right now because I had to well, research. I knew we were going to talk about well, this. Well, I found that up about a half hour ago. That's why. Well, yeah. It was about when I got off work at 7. Podcast is supposed to start at 8. I was like, let me read. <laughs> Hi, guys. We're on time. Welcome to season one, everybody. <laughs> I was like, let me research the coronavirus and know we're going to talk about it. And I was like, wait, what? what's going on right now? <laughs> so for those of you who are listening, Trump tried to bribe or rather gain the exclusive rights like he's goddamn disney to the vaccine for the coronavirus so that only americans could have it from the germans mind you i thought canada came up with it first canada has one okay they have one so i'm not sure they're working on something um and and you know what the least amount of cases right now is in canada so they're chilling (laughs) no shit right well so we're getting some donation bits coming in i don't know why the audio oh the audio is not going to my computer Pardon us. Look at that. Look at that. We get a new sound? No, those have always been there. Just people haven't been donating. Oh. <laughs> so I appreciate you uh, 
What is it? Are we at seven, six, six, are four, we at seven viewers? Numbers. We're at uh, seven viewers right now. Damn, we've got that's, that's great. Ten, ten uh, biddies. Thanks for the biddies. But um, <laughs> ten tiggle biddies. Uh, ten tiggle biddies. And so uh, sorry, all seven people expecting Tommy, and instead got me and TJ. Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy had a last bit of emergency. Uh, JJ, wishing him the best. Wishing him the best. His family the best, of course. All of us the best. So back to getting my new spot. Needing just supplies. I needed toilet paper because I had. No it's toilet been a while, paper. Fourteen days, huh? It's been a, between the yeah. last podcast and now. It's no shit, right? It's like <laughs> we left, and the world just was like, it's like the Avatar. It's like, and just when the world needed most, they vanished. <laughs> I saw a so, picture of that with Mister Clean. Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> I died laughing, dog. Oh yeah, it's the worst. Oh dude, the best thing about this whole coronavirus thing, the memes. Oh, <laughs> if we're gonna die, we're gonna die laughing, baby, because the memes just keep on coming. Oh my god. We got more fucking Dragon Ball Z shit. You like that, huh? It's yeah. random, so it's not always Dragon Ball Z. You got Tech Mobile. We got other Super Mario gotcha. ones. Uh, I'll make you guys some eventually when we when I get the time and the ammunition budget. Cobra Star's in here. Steven nine eight twelve. What up, TJ? Sammy? Say hi to Marco too. He exists. They don't know me yet. They don't know him yet. Well, let's get to know him. But anyway, toilet paper, soap. Fucking cleaning products. Soap going like too. Um, hand soap is getting real minimal. They're down to the all natural shit. Like they're not- we don't clean shit. <laughs> so check it in my place because I'm still <clears throat> Carlin with the subscription. Because I'm basically still like renting out a temporary spot, and it's even gotten worse because I was tr- supposed to. Not the point. I'm basically in my new spot. They supplied it with organic soap, and I said, "What is this clean?" And I immediately went to Dollar Tree and got the most toxic nonsense that dissolves shit. Right and fabuloso. Just- <laughs> Good man. Good man. Yeah, so that. that's the thing. Like someone put once again, one of the memes was like, um, a lot of people went all organic, went straight to that raw bleach real quick, baby. Like 100%. it's that's what it is now. It's people like, oh, I only eat organic. I only eat shit is on the line. Everyone's got processed Campbell soup. Everyone's got just, just spam. Everyone frowns on spam. Spam is a potable meat and can form. A colleague at work told me that someone was like well, you know, aren't the, all those Californians eating organic and healthy? And guess where it's at the worst? And I was like, well, he's right. My body has been drained by beef and desert. <laughs> <laughs> little little bits of oil and everything. Yeah, yeah I was like, um, all that Texas air. Oh, my God. Tarlin just gives it a bunch of subscribers. Oh, my God. You might hear Ryan Walderson got one. The Johnny John. I need glasses. Hold, I do have glasses. I need to wear them. Uh, Broadway Tone. Mean Mugger. Everyone's got it. Uh, by the way, we have 21 people in here. I don't know if someone rated us. Holy or fuck. Or people, the, if news got out that the Sammy show was on. But um, for those of you, I don't see any raids. So thank you for joining, everybody. The Sammy show. The yeah. Sammy yeah. show. <laughs> the Sam- oh, like we're not here. <laughs> Let's yeah. go ahead and leave and see how long He's this gonna be goes. sitting here. <laughs> Yeah, I'll switch to the gaming <laughs> shit, man. I'll do that. What am I doing? What am I doing though? Um, when I'm by myself alone, when you guys leave, was it? Yeah. <laughs> what was the sign? Yeah. yeah. I, I want to see it. I missed it. I missed it. it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we got a lot of people in your hey, cover well, shops. Well, a lot of people. Real Cubs for Red Three. The Red Red Steve. Well, Super Saiyan J. JJ's watching. Uh, JJ, go Tigard. spend time with your family. That's why you're not here, jackass. Bro, it's Sunday night. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's self-isolating and shit. So anyway, we'll go back to the story so we don't keep being interrupted. But um, so like I was able to get before the fray kind of went full force. 
found one more 18 pack of toilet paper. I'm like, cool. I'm good for a couple times. Um, the canned food was all gone today. The bleach was all gone today. Everything was gone. But the funny thing was, all the healthy shit is still there, though. Mm -hmm. Like, the bread was all gone. All the white bread, all the sandwich rolls. Fucking wheat honey roasted bread was fully stocked. Sounds about right. Like, SpaghettiOs. You know, like, SpaghettiOs have your classic ones, and they have those weird-ass flavors. Like, like pixel rigatonis. Like, those ones are still there. I that aisle. I don't know anything about SpaghettiOs. Never, I never grew up on that either. Oh, no, I'm just saying there's like, so you have your standard SpaghettiOs. Then you have beefaroni, which you think is the same, but it's gross. Beef Hamburger Helper is probably gone. Hamburger <laughs> Helper, there were still some of the noodles, but there was not much beef left. So there was nothing to help. Oh, it was just it was just helper. <laughs> you see, because I because I, I went to the grocery store to prep myself for this week, um, mainly because and, and here's where I want to before we get into all the negatives. Right, and by the way, just real quick before we get into all of it, thanks Tarlin for dropping like five subscriptions. Everyone, give a round of applause for Tarlin. Everybody, hey, Tarlin. Thank we you, love Tarlin. To see subscriptions. We love Stop to see touching donations. your face. Ew, bad. <laughs> yeah. So I, I happened upon some uh, hand sanitizer that I found on the ground somewhere. So I that's start. way worse. You found it outside? Yes. I found it, guys. People from work watch this. So I, uh, I will just. Did you steal toilet paper from work? I did too? not steal toilet paper from work. I did not steal hand sanitizer from work. All right. <laughs> I found it. So I got some dry goods. I got some jerkies. I got, I got an air fryer now. Martin gave me an air <laughs> fryer. Are you going to throw subs. the jerky in the air fryer? Oh my God. He's, Voltar is now giving away some subs. Oh my God. Tiger GD and Thomas Earl VA, I believe. I can't read. Thank you. This is a great pre-show, guys. But anyway. So we haven't gotten to the show. We haven't gotten to the show yet, baby. Sammy's like, ooh, that's ooh, great, guys. Ooh, ooh, yeah. no, I want to make sure I give people their props and like, and then I can see them. I just can't see them because they're to the left of me. Oh, DT just finished. That's why. Oh, I guess they got done early. Shit. Well, well that being said. Back to the self-isolating chambers for them. Self-isolating chambers. Yeah, I'm surprised he still has people over on the in the studio. I know where all you guys are at. You work from home. You work from home. I'm the only one that's typhoid Mary. Knowing Corey, he'd care about germs. He did eat a hot dog off of a gutter in New Orleans. I feel like he's immune, just like all black people are. <laughs> is that a thing? Black people are immune to being with two coronavirus. The yes, only the only death of coronavirus in Africa was a German immigrant. <laughs> We're immune. We have the <laughs> that reptile. <laughs> well, the Mexicans are doing okay. Like Mexico doesn't Three really. Cases. Have, yo, Mexico was like, uh, oh, we're considering closing our border, and I was like, that, that, yeah, like you were saying, that reverse card is hard, dog. Yeah, build that wall. Build that. How do you say build that wall in Spanish? <laughs> no. Uh, so here's my. Oh, you say I can't speak Spanish now. You no, no, no. I, let me. Here's the problem with everything on the excitement. We keep jumping from topic to topic. We do. My favorite reverse card so far is ISIS being like, "Hey, man, don't go to Europe. You might get sick." It's like, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, no terrorist attacks and no school shootings for the next two weeks. A lot of schools are closing down too. Yeah. Like my my nieces and nephews, they're not going to school. They're like it's f they have online courses or packets that they can go home with. So now those troubled shit. kids have time to ponder. <laughs> they're going to come out the side. They have no like, one to pick on them. Yeah, they have, they have time to be like, mm, yeah, yes, ah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, they're going to be like, I don't want to go to school. School's closed for three weeks. Well, 
cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna take up my hobbies and work on my <laughs> yeah. mental health. And I'm gonna actually read a book. <laughs> I stay done with that my yet. family. Oh, my family's listening to me because that's all they have to do because they're all inside as well. No, I think that I think that in terms of all the world that's swirling around with a bunch of negativity, and I know we're going to have to dissect it in a little bit. I do think that this is a perfect time um, if you are have the benefit of having to work from home. We're having. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Last side break. We don't do this. This is the pre-show. This we're not formally doing it. Jess, Marco's girlfriend, usually is confined to a tiny seat, but now that I'm in the living room, my new apartment. It's like we get a. She's like rolling on the ground, like getting comfortable. We literally have a cat. <laughs> yeah. like, like I looked over and I was like, "What? The, what are you doing? Now you were in the kitchen." So she had a couch. <laughs> she has a couch now because before she had the floor. Now she has a couch. She has an entire area, a carpeted area. <laughs> There's a kitchen table over there. There's a whole kitchen. And she's just like rolling on the ground eating snacks and shit. I wish I don't have a camera three audience cam because we're not there yet. And coronavirus, you know, I'm not inviting no fucking audience in here. But (laughs) secondly, I invited five people will be here. Never. I will triple lock my door. Thank you very much. But anyway, (laughs) um, so she's over there having fun. Now who's building that wall? Korea. <laughs> but with uh with all the negativity going around, I do think if you if you if you're in a position to work from home and you don't get you and you don't usually get to, if you're in an area where you're forced to be at home, this is the perfect time for you to start something or do something or work on a project that you haven't had an opportunity to, right? You know, um I think that a lot of people, you know, they're so fixated on the fact that they have to be home or they have to restrict their movements that you don't realize how much time you get back into your day to do other things. You eliminate the commute to work. You eliminate the commute back from work. You, right, right. You, there's a lot of extra time you're having throughout the day. And so, you know, just take it on upon yourself to try and maximize that out. Yeah. And so part of that is, you know, that self-isolation that people are kind of emphasizing on. There's actually a lot of time now since people are having to stay home to just like self-reflect on their own shit. Mm-hmm. And, and so what... No, it's just there's going to be two types of people, people like TJ, that are like, man, I have so much time now. I should write a book where I should do something productive. And right. then there's so many people that are like, man, I kind of hate my life. What's What sitcom is on? I bet Shit's Creek is on. Hey. Damn, that was a direct <laughs> that attack. That was a direct attack. <laughs> Fuck it, it actually wasn't a direct attack because I actually do think you're finally going to get that Selena review done. Maybe. No, I still gotta go to work. I don't work from home like you. I, oh, right, you're not blessed. Ugh. Yeah, they send me in the trenches. Like they're like, oh yeah, it's fine. People coughing. One of the guys at work had the face mask. Like yeah, I had a sore throat. Who had the face mask? Um, uh, I, I don't want to. I'll mm, give me his initials. Uh, MB. <laughs> Shorter. Where's the know, polo shirt? Yeah. yeah. And he was like wearing the mask and everything. And I'm like, good thing he's on that side of the office. But like. It's Dude, real, my, man, and it's here. My favorite here. thing about everyone, like, or at least the people that are freaking out the most, is like, bro, I know you don't work out. I know you don't eat healthy. Diabetes is going to kill you first. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's not, not wrong. Not, 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 not wrong. I just think that there is a lot of other qualifications to where, you know, you should be, should be concerned about, um, in conjunction to Corona. Because if you're, if, if that is the, if Corona is at the forefront of your mind because it's the hot topic, mm-hmm. this is other, this is should, Turn, hopefully this turns on the rest of your uh, health paradigms to make sure you're on top of a lot of things, right? right. You know? And so uh, I think it's important um, in order to, like I said, like like for me, you know, what I'm doing outside of some mm-hmm. constructive and, and getting to work on some free project stuff is that this was the perfect time for me to reset my diet, right? You know, I get the opportunity to cook and eat at home and I haven't had, and I haven't had the opportunity to cook at home in a long time since my job cooks and has all the shit there. And so, right. And so this has been a great benefit for me. Yeah, I just, nothing really... 
changes for me is just that I know that if eventually I get quarantined, I just got a I got a new place, so I'm like dope. I'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm cool. And then like the health benefits, I moved to the third floor, so my calves are amazing lately. So that's kind of nice. So you sit there in the mirror, just yeah. these fucking sweet ass calves. But no, man, it's, not if you don't ever leave your home after I, quarantine. I mean, I could go up and down the stairs. That's nothing too bad. But yeah, mass gatherings, banned. Fucking, we have a friend of ours. We talk about him all the time. Ray, he got fucked by this Ray dude. Got wrecked. He got wrecked. For those of you, for those of you who are watching, Ray Virial, Tone Royal, as a rapper, we talk. We talk about him almost ad nauseum on the show. Mm-hmm. Very supportive. He's one of our our best friends here. Um. He does announcing for like the Spurs for UT basketball. Uh, he does. Uh, he, he was going to do, do the NFL draft. draft. He's yeah. going to do college basketball. All of it canceled pretty much the next two months. He was going to open up for Questlove, and that got canceled. Like, other than opening for Sir Mix a Lot, because apparently Sir Mix a Lot don't give a fuck about coronavirus. That was literally the day before. Sir Mix a Lot's like, fuck that. Show must go on. Butts need to be shaken. And I actually agree. I agree that if. One thing could cure us all is some raucous, raucous rump I, I actually don't. I'm a little unsure how this works. So I know everything in Austin got canceled. Clips first. South by got canceled. Then all the unofficial showcases that were like, well, fuck them. We don't need celebrities. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll have a whole bunch of Austin shows. Those also got canceled. But as far as like on my radar, the San Antonio show still happened. That Houston show still happened. Right. So I don't know how it works for the well, most part. Well, that's because fucking... Texas doesn't know what it wants to do. California just shut down everything. Different like, cities have are having like different. Is that so, how it works? Yeah, different yeah. cities are kind of having different qualifications. There's no federal thing right now, so it's state essentially states' rights and shit. So they're just the ones figuring it out. I mean, Texas basically has three. I mean, states. I do think Illinois and California went too fucking far with like now you can't even go to a bar or a restaurant for the most part. I think New Jersey City has a curfew too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing you laugh at it, but like. Yeah, because it doesn't matter, like, in the sense of, like, within 50 or 100 people. But the thing is, is that, have you seen the curve, the bell, the bell curve that people have been showing? Yes, I have. All and right. I'm not, so there's a lot of things that we could do, because I looked at from the bottom up. Right. Um. So from the bottom level, I do, do you think that you do, that things like South By being canceled, things like E3 being canceled, makes Mass sense. Mass gatherings, yeah. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. But on the other end of the spectrum, like, you can't go to a bar and get a drink on your way home. Like, what else could you, like, I think possibly... you'll be doing okay with your fucking beers. That's because that's illegal right now, but I couldn't get that gra- I couldn't get that growler full in Illinois or, or California. Right. Um, but beer I, is not a necessity. You can, you can buy beer at the stores. It's just, it's this is going... America? Fuck that. But on the, other no- on the other side of the note, I do understand social responsibility for mass gatherings. But... Like on the other end of the spectrum, like to the to the point that people are so paranoid that they're steal- taking all the toilet paper, taking all the necessary foods. I mean, because my uh, to this weekend I had my daughter. Her diet is completely different from mine for the most part. Because you don't uh, feed her beer, also. No, I'm on a paleo diet for the most part. And oh, okay. She <laughs> doesn't really do that. She's a child. <laughs> You're like you have to eat paleo because I'm on paleo. Right? No, I don't do like that. One of those vegan parents who make their dogs eat vegan food. It's like, what are you doing? It's a dog. It's a dog. Paleo and vegan are two different things, but we'll get into that what someday. I'm, and also, a daughter and a dog are two different things. You get the point I'm trying to make, though. I hope. Yes. <laughs> but every, I mean, the just the sadness that I feel walking th- down HEB, watching old people they can't find toilet paper. Is yeah. Fucking depressing hey look time out like i said be like tj and do a nice healthy 50 50 mix of toilet paper and flushable wipes because one cleats your ass better than the other 
I'm All telling I'm you, saying, so just telling you. So on the toilet paper issue, my mom, I was talking to her because she's worried about me. I'm out here in Texas. She's in California. In California, if you're 65 or older, which both my parents are, they're like, yeah, we suggest you just don't leave your house. Like, <laughs> even though it's not important, just don't leave. We're, we're, you have we're, kids. We'll help. Huh? Yes, you have kids. You have kids. Yeah. And my sister's luckily you know, very close by. Well, so that was one of fine. Trump's edicts, too. Don't, you can't go to retirement communities anymore. And yeah, I kind of wasn't the logic. going anyway. <laughs> well, your parents don't live here, but I kind of do get the logic for that because of what happened in Washington for the most part. I also, right. I also get why um, a lot of prisons uh, have banned visitors. Oh, oh yeah. They did? Yeah. I didn't know that. That sucks. I mean, I, honestly, they're I the safest that. right now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Being three, in three prison square makes meals, you fucking, they have good dental and shit there. People don't oh, forget about that. It's that, that stage of Monopoly. Going to prison is the good part. <laughs> <laughs> Do not cast go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. I just no. I, I'm not. Um, like I said, I'm. I think I'm in a healthier medium in between. Like you know, kind of looking because I'm with you. I think that you know, mass gatherings are kind of off limits, right? I think that um, the working from home is also smart too. And I and I do want to. I want individuals to be practicing more. What is it? I fucking hate this combination of words. Social distancing. Yeah. Right. Um. But at the same notion. I don't I like I don't like the ideology of like, you know, not like living your life, right? You know, just being smarter about certain things. Uh and so it's just like being like like I said, just being choosier about what you're doing, right? You know, do I have to go get like do I have to go to Starbucks, right? No, right. Not, right. Not today. You know, I like kinda that. get that I do have to eat it and not go to a concert for a month or two, or actually this according to C D C is gonna be at release around for six months for the most part. But for the most part, like the friends that I have that depend on this kind of stuff. So obviously Ray, all his gigs got taken in a gig economy. Yeah, I'm, I'm and, like right. I'm blessed in the fact, and you're blessed, and you're blessed, and she's blessed too. That we have jobs that we can do. But everyone that works in music, that works in sports, down to the like the thing that I didn't think about until I saw Ray's timeline. Concession all, workers and stuff. Oh, well, not even concession workers. All these sound engineers, all, everybody that makes advertisement for all all that shit. Like, oh yeah, all, like you can't even shoot shit now because people like film sets, TV the sets. The chain of commands is just completely. ESPN enough. literally has nothing to show right now. I mean, I, I mean, we were in this during the writer's strike. We need a lot of reality <laughs> TV of people in locked rooms like ourselves. I, I just think it's a uh, it's it's, real, it's rather fascinating. But the and and <clears throat> I think that different states have different measures, and 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 there's and there's certain levels of appropriate measures for every state. Um, mainly because, like like I was explaining before the show, you know, Texas is a little more fortunate in this scenario because it's a very car driven. Like not public transportation. Uh, right. Austin, like honestly, Austin has ass public transportation. Like you're not taking it anyway, right? You right. know, there, there, there's a lot less. Um, it's a lot less congested. Even what you'd consider downtown is never really congested with people. Right. Whereas you go to a San Francisco, you go to a New York, it's like a fucking can of sardines, no matter right. where you are, right? And that's perfectly fine if that's where you live. But the spread it happens naturally faster. Right. Well, all but, I know, what's let's, up? Let's just go. Just, just something that we will agree on. Uh, that the top level, so we know we're going to disagree a little bit on the bottom level, but the top level is really mishandling things. Cause I, what I did this morning, uh, that seven o'clock period mm-hmm. was look up what Korea is doing to, cause they, they're obviously at ground zero for the most part. Right. But they're handling it a thousand times better. So I looked into it and I was like, so what are they doing that we're not doing? So here's what we have done for the most part. We put $1.5 trillion into the economy through loans and shit. Uh, we on that unloaded loans, we cancel. You don't have to pay student interest loans, but I don't know what that means because I looked into it and I still have to make my payment next month. I you don't get interest on it, I guess. I don't know. It's still the same payment, but 
I think a lot of or, a lot of companies are like, if you miss a couple bills for the next couple months, you're good. There's organizations doing that. Um, City of Austin said they're not. They're not. Uh, City of Austin said that electricity. I think. Like, yeah, they're power and water, and then uh, internet. They're not shutting down for late, no. and they're even giving people internet for school access if you don't have it. So, oh, that's major that, companies that part, are doing that part it. is probably the first super useful thing on the other side. Right. But I I, I, I researched Korea and was like, what are they doing that we're not doing? And it's like so. Uh, we are, according to Edward, about at 11,000 tests have done in the entire country. Mm-hmm. North, uh, South Korea is doing 10,000 tests a day. Yeah, I know. I know this. And they have drive through coronavirus checks where you can just yeah. drive through. There's dudes in the whole hazmat and shit. Yeah. Hazmat suit. They check in and they're like... Um, there's also e- even simpler. They have a hotline where it's like, "Hey, I think I'm feeling the symptoms," and you talk to a doctor, and they find out like, "Well, you might be Corona. You should get go through one of those drive-throughs and right, find out if right. you have it or not." And the whole idea from the health minister there is like, "Hey, uh, if you find out you have Corona a lot faster, this is a lot easier to treat because you're not in a ventilator like suffering right. when you way later stages of the disease." Right. Well, I mean, now there's. Now there's other things where like one of Jared Kushner's uh, companies is offering like these tests and that they were withholding these tests from the World Health Organization. Man, on the way here, the only thing I found that was that accessible was BuzzFeed's test. Do I have Corona? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, there were uh, Trump was the other day was like, uh, yeah, San Francisco is going to have a test. And like, no, that's only for people who live in San Francisco. And he's like, it's going to be for everyone. They've said it wasn't for everybody. (laughs) Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. It's like. You can't fraud your way out of this one, you know, because my mom, she was telling me, uh, we're talking about the toilet paper, right? She was like, yeah, back in the day when my grandma was around, they used the fucking Sears Roebuck catalog to wipe their ass. And she even told my grandma was like, oh, yeah, the black and white pages, they they wipe a little easier. (laughs) So I know we don't have the biggest audience, but please don't use uh, napkins or anything else that isn't toilet paper because you're just going to clog up your toilet. We're talking about... Look at this fine Sears robot cat. Don't you want to know those color? I the mean, color if you want to play your plumber, $5,000. Go for it, man. Or flushable I mean, wipes. <laughs> if they're available, they're not even they available be. anymore. 100%. You know what I said? I saw. I made sure to go look today because I bought some flushable wipes. I, you know and what? there was plenty. Did you buy me some flushable wipes? Fuck no. Why not share the wealth of knowledge of flushable wipes? You have toilet paper. Wipes? You just said you bought 18 rolls. Yeah, up. but I dated somebody that used flushable wipes, and it is kind of a game changer. <laughs> it is a game changer. <laughs> Your little, ass is not clean. It's literally kind of like where it's like, oh, man, normal toilet paper. You know, I, I can go one, two ply. I don't care. I don't need I don't need much. I'm a very simple man. Simple pleasures. I, I I had to admit, my mom had to remind me. We did use newspapers when the times were rough. If we ran out when I was real little, I've done it. Throw it in the toilet or throw it in the trash. To- uh, toilet man. Oh man, we had that. Good, we had that good sewage system. But anyway, no, no problems. <laughs> no problems there. I just think, but um, you know, but those flushable wipes come in clutch. It's like it feels weird that something moist is there, but at the same time, it's like. Ooh, that's that's a nice little pep in my step. That's actually like, my favorite thing that all the, I guess, survivalist preppers are getting wrong. It's like, dude, you're buying the wrong shit. For one, those wipes are clutch just as general cleanliness if water ever shut down for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah, don't and then, worry. And then on top of that, um, a lot of people are buying hand sanitizer, but it's actually alcohol-based hand sanitizer that you need, and a lot of Germex and other hand sanitizers are not. They're only <laughs> active. I'll need to check which kind of hand sanitizer. But, but really, you know, the whole thing is that, uh, you know, <clears throat> be smart. Don't be crazy. I know people are going to be crazy, right? I do think the top land level has been handling this horrendously, right? You know, I just think that either you put a national, like, national 
like situation on lockdown, which you can do. Which they're trying to do tomorrow. They're going to be like, there's some more guidelines coming tomorrow. Like I feel like, and I understand that there's loops and bearers and within rights, you know, but I just think that what we don't want, and, and I think the country that has not handled it the worst, but has been affected the worst, is an Italy scenario, right? Yeah. Where we're like, they just really don't know what to do. Yeah, they're like, fuck, we kind of fucked up by just kind of keeping business as usual. By the way, Coco Chops is coming for you. TJ, flushable wipes still cause problems in the sewers, man. Yeah, I don't give a damn. <laughs> contradicting Marco, contradicting the CDC, contradicting yourself even. I didn't say shit about the, I don't give a shit about the sewer system, dog. <laughs> you just care about your clean, clean ass. Yeah, because if I'm clean, that means that, you know, I'm not going to get sick. But also, like, you know, I, and it's not like I'm not worried. My mom works in a hospital. She's, yeah. She is on the front line. She even told me today, she's like, I am on the, she's like, I am on the front line. And I've just accepted that fact. Don't worry. Bye. Like, <laughs> just fades out. Just, oh, no, mom. Pretty, it's pretty much like that. Because she's like, because she, she's on me. She's like, are you washing your hands? Are you doing this and that? I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm way more worried about you for being in a hospital. And so it's not like I'm not freaked we're out. We're talking about, it? didn't you say, um, God damn it. I always forget what part of Africa you're from. Zimbabwean. Zimbabwean mothers, aren't they just immortal to everything, though? The, the, They're like ironclad. Aren't their insides made of steel and leather? But it's one it's, of those it's things. Really funny, the flip note that I'm getting from my my friends that are nurses and doctors is just like it's a little bit worse than the flu. The worst thing about this is that it has a high incubation period of right. about two weeks. Like you don't show any symptoms and you're contagious the entire time. But they're also like you're probably going to get it. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, the, probably going to get it. Fuck it is probably true. But also making sure our parents don't die is also good. Yeah, so. I, 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 I told my mom that I probably can't see her for a while. Well, I couldn't go home. I was well, going to go to Disneyland uh, well, in April, right? One of my and, hold on. And remember, we're learning. Go for it. I love you. Anyway, he interrupts a lot and people get mad at him. And so I have to make sure he doesn't interrupt Meanwhile, a lot. Paco's like interrupting more, but go on. Yeah, because Paco's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Say some, Paco. Say some. You were here in town. You didn't come see me. You didn't come visit. Fuck you. Come fight me. I'll I'm outrun you. He's one of the only people in the world chill. I can outrun. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> they know how true it is. Love you, Paco. But anyway, point is, uh, I was going to go to Disneyland. I was going to take a flight home to LAX. This fucking TSA agent got coronavirus at LAX. Disneyland's closed. My parents are over 65. My mom has a host of health issues. My dad uh, works at the photography place in the city college. So he's around a bunch of young, fresh, healthy bodies just ripe with coronavirus. So he had to stay home. So it's like I can't bring it to the, the fight to them. My sister has a baby that's in both households, hers and my parents. So it's like, yeah, I just I got to play it safe, man. I got to stay the fuck away and stay the fuck out. You know, Yeah, I mean, I just told, I, I mean, my mom, <clears throat> luckily, she's like relatively healthy, but she has I think she has uh, respiratory issues. Right. And this um, is the one that attacks the most. They're thinking yeah. that it does permanent damage to respiratory issues. So, so I, lungs. I, um, you can't tell yet. Right. Um, but I think one of the things with, um, it's just like, yeah, hey, like, being very smart about it and you know if I, I just and that's what and that's why i've been treating it not like i'm not going to live my life but if i said like yo if the lady who gave birth to me is on the front lines and is constantly exposed to it and she's just going on with her life like she has to then you know i'm just going to go on with mine well i am the golden child so i have to make sure that i have to return back to the promised land of california so that's pretty much all they're worried about is that i'm out here alone but then i was like no i'm not alone I have my friends. You're also probably safer oh. than them. <laughs> I like how my friends was this screen. I fucked up. Yeah, no, no one. That's right. <laughs> just the deep blue ocean. Just coldness and death. 
<laughs> but you know, uh, I'm, I'm, this is one of those times where I wish I lived in Eagle Pass, <laughs> just isolated in the desert. So the the part the worst part about Eagle Pass is they're freaking out more, so there's no food. There really oh, crap. is no food in the groceries because we have two places to shop: an HB and a Walmart, and that's it. What about over the border? Uh, well, Mexico shuts the border. That's yeah. a different animal. Me- Mexico's just dancing. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know what? You know what? I think this is what fucking Mexico sounds like. I think it sounds like the scene countdown. Oh, where's my sound? There we go. Fuck it. Welcome everybody to season one of the Seek Countdown. Not That's as, what Mexico sounds like. Not God as if we had, didn't have, I don't know, 25 episodes? 25 episodes. So welcome everybody. I'll get to that explanation in a little bit, but welcome everybody to the show. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, aka The Mexcellence, and today we are making sure that you can't see all the behind the scenes stuff. Today we're talking about our top five luckiest moments in honor of St. Patrick's Day. You know, I got my Guinness here. I got my green shirt, my green backdrop, my green shutter shades. I'm ready to fucking go, baby. Yeah, I'm wearing a lighter shade of black, which is way different than usual. Baby. Almost this festive. Almost. <laughs> oh, look, someone kept, someone pointed out that they're like, you only have black in your closet. And I was like, no, I don't. And then I opened, I was like, oh, fuck, I have like a salmon shirt and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Just black undershirts and black jeans. I've seen you wearing a white shirt. Uh, underneath the black sweaters and jackets, I have something black on all the time, and I can't help it. It just <laughs> makes me—it's thinning. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's thinning. why do you think my whole closet is black with some dark blue? And this is like one of the only alternates. This is me stepping out of my comfort zone. It's actually, actually a really nice shirt. Though. I thank you. Um, how many viewers do we have? Oh, uh, we have twenty-eight in this piece. Jesus, and uh, need TJ to... dropping some gems and highlights. So, oh, hey. uh, but yeah, but speaking of which, people know who TJ is, but. Marco, nobody really knows who you are, so could you introduce yourself to the people? Well, I don't know who on those 28 people have seen me before. 32 now. 32. Damn, we growing. We growing. Um, But I am a friend of Sam's. I am a veteran. Wait, who the fuck said that? What? That you were a friend of mine. <laughs> I am a friend of TJ's. Let this man do his intro. <laughs> I am and Sam's nemesis. I will defeat him at every topic and every Mortal Kombat game. No, he'll just shout at me until I get bored. I need to move on with the show. <laughs> and I'm TJ. How are you guys doing? I'm certain that a good chunk of y'all who are in the audience know me, but if you don't, I ha- am here uh, pretty much once a year. And uh, no shit, man. <laughs> hey, time out. I'm back to back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're miss. We've been missing somebody this whole last couple weeks. Yeah, that's man. what I'm saying. We're- blame on JJ. All right. So, I would never blame JJ. I will never blame JJ. Me and JJ sent careless whisper after the show for no reason. That's how down JJ oh, is. Y'all are weird. We are very weird. But anyway, this show today, if you guys don't know, so I call this season one. And I was like, why? Why? You guys are like, why call it season one? We did 25 episodes. Well, one, it was just kind of a nice clean break that uh, our 25th episode was the last one at my old apartment. And also, if you look at those 25 episodes by themselves, and and he's not looking at the episodes of 25, he's looking off camera somewhere. I TJ? Just do it. She's like playing out there. I just sorry, so good, so funny. Stop getting distracted. Do I need to put a, a curtain there to cover Jess? Please continue your explanation. Yes. So I'm sorry. Once my host is like this, stop being distracted by the distractor and then go on. What? <laughs> so anyway, 
So in those 25 episodes, we had Pam, we had Sean hosting. Why is Pam a bad thing? No. Why is Sean a bad thing? No, I'm not saying they're bad things, but I'm saying that it took us 25 episodes to really get our groove what we have right now. Uh-huh. And so what I'm saying is new place. This is my own spot. This is my own. Every, everything's mine. Fresh start. I call that, you know, I call that season zero. I call that our, uh, what do they call it? The pilot season. Mm-hmm. So that way in the annals of Mexlin's history and seeing countdown history, we can start with a clean, he got his place to the future. So so what happens to all the Mexlin stuff that happened before? Oh, it exists. It's is, still is canon. That, is that the Mexlin secret files? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's the code Veronica of yeah, the yeah. Mexlin. It's not really canon. <laughs> it's like the prequel saga. It's kind of, It might even be the expanded universe books that yeah, are now it's, un- it's not the canon. the Mexlin's GT. It's not it, really Dragon Ball. Kind of, yeah. It's like same characters, same themes, but but not good, kind of not. You know, I might bring back a, you know the Super Saiyan Four or whatever the fuck it was. But uh, occasionally, you make mention to it. Okay, occasionally, you know, we have a fighting game. It might be like seven versions of Marco, three versions of you. That's true. Might be only one of me for some reason. But anyway, so if you guys don't know, if you're new to the scene countdown. It's mine, TJ's, Marco's, JJ, and Tommy McGrew sometimes. Uh, we go over our top five favorite things from movies, TV, video games, TV uh, concepts. Books, concepts. And we'll also do things like this where we talk a little bit about ourselves so you guys can get to know who we are. You guys kind of know me if you're familiar with DoubleToasted.com. I was on there for a couple years. Sammy ain't seen shit and the like. TJ, you're known from Double Toasted for beating up the homeless. But you also have many other talents as well. More so than beating up the homeless. More so. I would I would have to admit more so than be- That's one of your finer talents. It's uh, It's top five talents. Homeless beating up. I mean, sure, sure. You've been up at least three times more homeless than sure, I have. Don't let him do that to you. It, he, it, the sad part is when he says I've beat up three times more homeless than I am, it's true. Actually, yeah. no, three times more than zero is zero. So uh, well, you've beat up two homeless people at the very least. It might have been the same one twice. No. Uh, let's not get into this. I'm TJ. You had reason. I'm not, I'm not denying <laughs> the reason behind beating up the homeless. He was racist and hateful, but you still beat up a homeless. Did you? No, yes. <laughs> he has beat up a percentage more than me. And then Marco, uh, he fought war. So I fought the concept of war. Yes. I fought Ares alongside Wonder Woman. I assume so. When you went, <laughs> when you went over there to, to Desert Storm, whatever the hell you did, I assumed you had Wonder <laughs> yeah. Woman and, yeah. and Thanos. Not even the same country. If you ever see Marcos like laughing and then stare off into the distance, it's because he's a veteran. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's got that thousand yard stare <laughs> yeah. for no reason. He'll he be was laughing just in a barracks. Just... <laughs> no, gone. you actually saw Active Duty, but we're not talking. Actually, it might we might be talking about that because luckiest moments. I'm assuming. May have had some close calls, but I'm not going to bury the lead so much. So today we're talking about our top five luckiest moments in honor of St. Patrick's Day, in honor of keeping our distance from everybody. So, so while you're being socially, you know what's been the hardest thing about social distancing is Tinder dates. Uh, uh, the, the wells no. run dry, man. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I've got probably crazy. way more. People yeah, I, with I, way more. Yeah, time I was like, to all these people got way right. more time. Well, time, but you're not supposed to be with people, and Yo, you have to out. really trust that person to not have coronavirus. Look, if I, I trust them to not have an STD, I'm a lot more giving of coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> what is Did it? You get tested for coronavirus? Two people no. <laughs> in the entire city of Austin have coronavirus. Um, Probably 20% of the city has, has chlamydia. Yeah, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to roll that dice. I'm willing to roll that dice. And so, like, no, like, I had, um, 
I've been having people hit me, not just today, just today. I was like, I had some people hit me up and they were like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm podcast, da 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 right? No, but I'm sitting there, I'm like, should I see said people uh, while this social distancing is going on? I said, fuck yeah, I don't give a damn. Yeah, I have to admit, I did not socially distance myself two nights ago. Uh, other Joe from the Angry Joe show, uh, he was like, hey, come out, bro. And I'm like, I'm trying to social distance. He's like, it's my birthday, bro. And I'm like, it's your birthday, bro. So I went out and we went to, we went, and I thought we were just going to go out for a quiet night of drinks. No, he's a handsome dude and he's also single and he's got single friends. So we, I dressed okay, but they went out, out. And I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this tonight. So where'd y'all go? Rainy, West Six? Rose. We went to Domain. Domain. And so, cause I live right there now. So, uh, we went to like the Rose Room, which is like a big old club and they got like, that big old fog machine and shit. And they're like, I'm just like, oh, there's so much Corona everywhere. <laughs> like we're all, if, 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 if it's going to happen, it's going to happen here. With you. Fuck you. With me. What do do? You don't see us going to Rose Room. You see us just either drunk, high and high. <laughs> Thank you. I would like to not be included in the likes of your heathen ways. That's I was so just sad. out. I was just out on the hunt looking for fun. As he celebrates his religious holiday with alcohol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Top of the morning to you. But um, that's the thing. So I went out and I, I was like, keep my hands in my pockets. I only drank lidded. Uh, I didn't have any uh, lidded. lidded drinks like uh, caps and uh, bottles and stuff like that. So I was trying to do the best I could. I didn't touch nobody. didn't touch nothing. To some detriment, but whatever. And so, and so, um, no, but I, I played it safe. And after that, I was like, man, I can't do this anymore. I can't go out and be, be a hazard to everybody. So maybe if I don't yeah, get hazard, do you have Corona already? I don't know. If I did, I'd be healthy enough to want to hang it. out with other Joe. You guys seem to hang out a bunch. Well, he loves me and he loves Martin and he loves Corey Goodwin. So other Joe, he's a great dude. He's awesome. But he's like, every time we talk, we just talk about Martin, how cool Martin is. And that's true. But like, we've only hung out a couple times since. And so we're starting to build our friendship a little bit more. So he actually wanted to come on the show. So look out for other Joe. He's, he wants to come on one of these times. I asked him today, but he had work. Uh, early so yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah he'll be around he's he's close enough by and so um he's cool peeps he's cool people good people i haven't so. had the opportunity to meet him the last time like you wanted to go out you you didn't go out and so yeah other joe's the shit so thank you other joe actually i played that dating game because he played it on the angry joe show with alex's friend it's a lot of fun but anyway we'll get to celebrity cameos later i just want to make sure we're on was alex out there, there as well huh was alex alex out there? wasn't out there it was gotcha. just him and a couple other friends That's and some cool. people there but it was a lot of fun but anyway Let's get into our top five luckiest moments. Now, I didn't think too hard about this. <laughs> so you can like, of course, my number one, my number zero, I guess you can say I'm lucky that my family is so fucking great. Like, honestly, I can get rid of some of those ones. So I kind of narrowed my list down. I'll kind of go with you guys as well. See what you guys did. But I narrowed my down to individual lucky moments. A couple of those, mm -hmm. uh, some broader lucky moments and kind of circumstance. And then uh, even deeper ones, essentially. Mm -hmm. The ones that are like, in the scope of life, I am lucky to have had. So those are the higher ones on the list. What's up? Nothing. Oh, you just snapped. Okay. Well, what I, do you think of your list? And what do you think of how you came up with your methodology for the luckiest moments? Honestly, I didn't write anything down. Just kind of just kind of had been thinking about it. <laughs> uh, the JJ method. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> the JJ. He's in the JJ seat, technically. I, I, so. I, felt, I felt like I uh, writing aura. it down... 
for I, I get kind of iffy on writing down concepts. I like to go off the feeling that I have in the moment of the show, but I have mm-hmm. ideas and I know I have at least five, right? And you know, and so I kind of kind of go off what my gut guttural instinct is coming in. But I did divide it up. My, I know what my number one is. Um and, and I try to think and I try to think of it in framework of luckiest moments that involve me, right? Okay. Yeah. And and that's kind of cool. Um so Mark, what's your I, methodology? I actually went with the broadest like idea of what luck means. Like specifically chance. That's all it is. Okay. Like the rapper? No. I had to. I'm That's sorry. a terrible joke. It's terrible. And but, I can take uh, a lap in this room now because there's room <laughs> to take a lap. No, you should take a lap up and down the stairs. That's Fuck more you. It's hard. <laughs> so I live on the third floor now, folks. It's a new development, and my legs are on fire. So the best definition or explanation I've ever had of luck is, I think it was Patrice O'Neill that made this joke, but he was like, People tell me luck doesn't exist, but obviously it exists because Angelina Jolie just adopted three random black kids. Like they weren't any, <laughs> they weren't any cuter, any smarter. Like they didn't pass a test. It was just like you, you, and you are coming with me right. to live in America. And That's the real luck of the draw. Honestly. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, I often tell them my uh, my niece who is adopted. And I was like, you got so lucky with us, man. Like. Our family's dope. That's why that's my number one. I'm lucky to have the family I have. But at the same time, that's not real luck. That's just you're born into it, right? I mean, that's, yeah, that is luck. That is luck, I guess. But I, I've uh, <clears throat> on that note, I've always said that I wanted to adopt a child, and so you know, whatever no, whatever number of child children I get naturally, there will always be one plus, right? Because there will be an adopted kid that I plan after that. Um, that said, you know, they're gonna have they're gonna that's gonna be definitely number one luck. <laughs> I'm gonna ball out on them because I, I told myself the kids that I have and like during my uh, during my. Whenever we set the number, right? And it's yeah. like, hey, Whenever. plan, plan on playing a two or three. I'll be like, all right, add a fourth one there. And that fourth one gets treated like a god. <laughs> Damn, man. Everything. Little Lin Kuei. What? Gonna treat her the best. Little who? Lin Kuei. Lin Kuei. What does that mean? I'm Lin. You think he knows what that means? He just picked that name out of a hat. Dog, yeah. Asian name. Random one. Oh, 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 I thought you, I thought that was, I thought that was like, uh, <laughs> I thought that was African. I thought that was in, I'm serious. I'm serious. Hey, well, Mr. Mr. Thinking it's an African, you have the green behind you. You're wearing all green. Would you start us off? I think I will. My number single five. I can't see what he's on. My number five is very simple. This one was my best hand in a card game ever. Very. This is a very simple story. They'll get longer as we go along. But I was at uh, fucking taco night at. What was the place? God damn, I think it's not Chick Chansey. That's the one from Fresno. Shoemash. What's up? Mom Margie's. No, no, no. See, because the thing is, you guys don't have fucking gambling here in Texas. Yeah, we do. In like one spot. Yeah. Lucky Eagle Casino. <laughs> in Eagle Pass, right? <laughs> it's on the border. It's on the border. So we had in Santa Barbara, or rather, we have every single fucking oh, Indian po- casino there's ever. There's poker clubs here. It's not the same. I'm talking about full ass, full blown casinos. We got the Indian reservations in California. And so ours in Santa Barbara was the Shumash Casino and Resort. So Shumash, they had taco, um, like Mondays. It looks or like an FBI building. Yeah. It's not so pretty on the outside <laughs> uh, when you look at it that way. But, um, no. So they had taco Mondays where it was a, the buffet that you can get for like 15 bucks. And so me and my org, that's not like a gafrat, all 30, 40 Mexican guys were like, all right, we're going to go get this buffet and then go gamble. We go to the buffet. The lady is literally just like a, me- a Mexican grandmother, just making infinite tortillas and making infinite fucking tacos or whatever you want. So I'm full off tacos. I'm like having a great time. And then I go play some blackjack and I'm doing pretty damn good. I, you know, I start off with like 25 bucks because this is college. I don't have much. So then I'm going 
playing, 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 doing okay. And at the end of the night, I'm up like a hundred bucks and I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. And something in my soul was like, fuck it. If I walk away from this, I can either win some more, like a lot more, double it, or I can walk away with nothing. And for whatever reason, me just being how I was, I could have used the money was like, fuck it. All hundred bucks on a, t- on a hand of blackjack, 10 ace. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> and I was so happy. So I, out of the math, it was like 250 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I won 250 bucks on a hand of blackjack walking out the building. It was just kind of like, fuck it. All my chips, throw it card, dealt, dealt, dealt blackjack walked out fucking rolling. I was so happy. It was so, it was such a euphoric feeling. That's the only reason why I'm even in the positive of my lifetime gambling. Do you guys do that? If you guys gamble, do you guys gamble a lot? I gamble with friends, like in the sense of like, I'll play poker. Poker with, with people. Yeah. I try to avoid casinos because I know I have a gambling problem. Oh, you really? Is that like a legit thing? Oh, 100%. I love gambling. Do you do like loot boxes and video games? Mm, no, not like that. I like money. <laughs> okay. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure because um, I have like a lifetime tally. Vegas put me, I think, negative like 100 because I lost like $300 in like 20 minutes in Vegas one time mm-hmm. because the guy further down the table didn't know what the fuck he was doing. But honestly, one of the best wins of my life, one of the best feelings of my life. My number five, very simple. Blackjack hand in my, I want to say it was my sophomore year of college. Very simple, but very lucky. I look like a badass. My number five. Marco, what's your number five? My number five is, uh, so like I said, it's completely by chance. There's no, because um, there's so many things in my life that could be, um, Oh, you got lucky because I made this connection, whether it's friendship, uh, this professional connection now, right? Uh, work, but that's a, either a matter of charisma points that I put in life or a matter of uh, skill that I've developed. Depending by the, on what by the way, while we're on the topic, because it is season one now, can you explain your viewpoint on life and how it's like a video game point system? Well, yeah. I mean, because... No, 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 you no, explained no, it to I, me. I, no, no, but it's just... <laughs> I get, I get what you mean, but it's just like a matter of like, so to get better at a job, to get a promotion, you're literally grinding XP until you get the next step. <laughs> I love this explanation. No, I really love it. It's so apt. So keep going. Um, like with other literally, aspects of life. You have to do things to like, so if you work at the gym, it literally is a lot easier to be charismatic when you're a pretty person for right. the most part. Um, it's uh, you, if you're nice to your friends, you get side quest bonuses and shit like that. Exactly. If you, um, like, Read a lot more. It's a lot easier to seem intelligent. Right. And it's so on and like, so forth. Like, I brought Tommy onto the podcast, and then he let me use his truck to haul this table up. Like, this this couch up. Yeah, like, you built that relationship up. Right, because I put the points. I put the I, gr- I grinded for that friendship, and one of the perks was having a truck at the hand. You know? Exactly. It, it, it's so <laughs> stupid and so simple. It's from Scott Pilgrim. But like, I didn't come up with it. Oh, <laughs> I know. But now it's to the masses. <laughs> like, Scott Pilgrim didn't, but whatever. Fuck it. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so when I was random data recruit five, five, eight, nine, that's all I was. Cause there's, when you are in the military and you get chosen a duty station, it's only based on two things. Either it's a unit that's coming back from deployment and they need more people because a whole bunch of people are about to get out or it's a unit going, getting into deployment. So as soon as you get there, six months, six weeks later, you're on an airplane to Afghanistan. Jesus. So I got really lucky that I got. A, to go into a unit that was coming back from deployment, so I didn't deploy for two years after getting properly trained, and B, that I got sent to Alaska. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Because Anchorage, I mean, I know Alaska sounds like the great, like, there was werewolves and wildebeests <laughs> and vampires the entire time. But for the most part, it's the only place next to a major city. Anchorage is the only major city that you can get sent to mm-hmm. outside of Colorado Springs. But that's a pipe dream because no one gets sent there for the most part. Right. Um, outside of that, you end up in Kentucky. You end up in Georgia. You end up in upstate New York. Not New York, New York. Like right. Buffalo. Uh, California. But not the cool part. Fort Irwin is in the desert. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, California is like half semi-desert, half coastal. That's too many halves. And then the other part, Death Valley area, just nothing. That's where you get sent. Yeah. So I got really lucky that I got sent to the major city. So I still got to learn about alcohol, craft breweries. I got to learn about... Um, jumping out of a plane. Jumping out of an airplane. I got... Is this really the kind of stuff you did? Just based yeah, off that is clip? literally the kind of... I probably know have jumped on that airfield. Um, but yeah, no, it also, I mean, just so many great experiences just came out of station out there because it's a, it's a different unit in Alaska compared to a lot of places where, um, so. It's also colder. Well. <laughs> but um, it's better than heat. You can warm up. drum is colder than Alaska. And also I could have been sent to the worst part of Alaska, which is, so this is what the locals. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me pull up a map of Alaska. <laughs> This'll do it. So. That's what they they say. But this is whenever you're like, hey, show me a part of Alaska where you live at. Okay. It, they do this for the most part. This part here? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I was sent to that part. Anchorage. Fort Wainwright is in Fairbanks. Uh-huh. And it's way colder and there's nothing to do and there's three dudes for every girl. Ooh, it's like San Jose, California, <laughs> which they, they – no, they, so San Jose, California, they call it Man Jose because it's the same thing. Like, yeah, don't ever go there. And I know you go to the Bay Area now a little more often. Don't go to San Jose. Fuck no, dog. Yeah. Um, that's, the, that's the best way to keep me from a city. <laughs> Literally. Coronavirus? <laughs> Fuck that. No bitches? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Not step foot on that bitch. <clears throat> um, so on top of how I got lucky. So in the army, so in your head, like based on movies and shit, you think of the army running around a track, singing military songs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I got sent to the Haterade unit for the most part. Uh, uh, sorry. The Haterade. So from season beer. zero, Haterade is <laughs> a shitty beer that Marco no, it's, brought. It's not just shitty. It's it's like it's like they put salt from Gatorade into a beer and called it a drink. It's the worst. <laughs> Who made it, by the way? Um, eighth Wonder of the World Brewing Company in Houston. God. Oh, there it is. Haterade. Just want to bring it up, everybody. Avoid this at all costs. <laughs> Shit is gross. Tastes like ass. Go ahead, though. <laughs> but uh, so it's like we hate the army. We hate the enemy. We hate everything about it. And we're just driven by hate. Like, I loved it. I loved it being part of that unit. <laughs> you were like, oh, all those emo years. Bro, that explains so much, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, on it to now. Like, so Marco, if you haven't picked up by now, actually, you're not wearing a punk shirt, but he's our resident punk in the house. Uh, um, me- Metalhead slightly. A, a weird shirt that I got for a benefit. Uh, this is for uh, wildfires in Australia. Oh. Thrown by a PR company here in Alaska, uh, here in Austin. Well, that's pretty amazing. But so Marco is our resident anger, anger punk rock man, and so your luck was actually being stationed in Anchorage, Alaska. Your number five, TJ. What's your number five? Hmm, I thought a lot about this, and so I kind of wanted to start off with uh, 
my top my number five would actually be growing up when i moved to wiley texas oh so the fact that you grew up in wiley texas yes um i wouldn't say that because i grew up in fresno california i would not be that is not a lucky place to be no, born i don't I know mean, where wiley texas is wiley sucks i hate most things about it i think that city's a trap i also think it's country as fuck oh my god the biggest image is like three jpeg images i was like oh cool the welcome sign welcome to what oh my god yeah, that's Wiley, Texas. Let's go ahead and um, safe search off. No. Let's go ahead and go larger images. But anyway, what about Wiley? Um, it's not necessarily the fact I moved to Wiley because I was in a bigger city, not a bigger city, but a bigger part of Dallas. Um, I had grown up th- I had grown up um, you know, my uh best friend at the time and someone who I still hang out with today. He lives in Austin. Um uh like i had been so comfortable i'd grown i'd been one of the lucky people who had grown up in the same environment had the same group of friends like i'd done the football team there like i was i was real happy where i was mm-hmm. um but then i moved to wiley texas um technically murphy but uh, we're not gonna go into that i, I moved <laughs> to wiley texas and uh yeah thought i was thought i was gonna just despise this shit um my brother he decided to make the trek back and forth from his old school just to finish out high school uh-huh. um and so he drove like almost 45 minutes a day to get to his school um his high wow. school uh, but he went Jeez. to a charter school and he enjoyed it and he didn't want to change i was like fuck it i'm gonna just deal with the public school um public school vice but that honestly um honestly moving to wiley is what helped me meet the friend my uh uh some of the closest people and some of the um, best individuals that I know in my life today. Oh, and, we, we didn't meet you there. Yeah, man. Others. All right. You fuck boys. <laughs> oh, you mean the ones that you invite out to the boat and not me? Um, the ones who invite me out to the boat, and not you. Uh, uh, well, why can't I meet them in Austin, Texas? So they uh, can invite me on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, on, honestly, anytime, like I like a lot, I, I get this a lot sometimes by, uh, friends who I like spend time with, mm-hmm. uh, but like they never see me with groups of people, uh, even though sometimes my staffs are, it's honestly cause the times that I see with those groups of God people, damn it, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. <laughs> I said, watch the thumping. God, he couldn't even wait till a fucking break. And I go, hey, don't stomp your feet because we're on the third floor. And the first thing he did was stomp five times onto the floor to the bathroom in the middle of your fucking sentence. I don't. I feel kind of. I, I he's about to get fired from this podcast, which I don't pay him on. I, I kind of feel offended. He just just got up. Yeah, he's like, yeah, cool story. Fuck you. He just peaced out. Should, should, should I go pee now then? I think you should I, go pee on him. Yeah, I should. I guess we'll use this as a break after mine. Uh, I mean, I was going to have you finish the story and then he fucked up the curtain and everything. Like, So long story short. Um, yeah, but no, no. It's just because I don't. Uh, we can fix it in a second. Uh, it's just because I don't necessarily. Um, I, I don't like. I, we don't go out that often. Like Me we, and you? No, not you. Oh. Uh, like, 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 so Brandon, you met him once. Like, yeah, and that, and like, once. And that's like one of the few times we got. I literally just saw him like not too. I saw him literally beforehand because uh-huh. um, the apartment complex I'm staying at uh, is mm-hmm. where his girlfriend stays at. Oh, shit. And then I like I drove past him. I was like, dog, let's hang out. He's like, dog, I've been so busy. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Honestly, I've been busy too. <laughs> and, then, and so it's just one of those things. Um, But yeah. Stop running, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Um, but, You couldn't have held it for until he finished his story? I was listening. I, I lucked out. I, luck, I lucked out with the individuals. Um, there's some great people. Uh, they honestly just it shaped and framed the way that I am today, and it opened up a lot of doors of opportunity that I I wouldn't have had elsewhere. And I still to this day don't know why the fuck my parents chose it. It was the most <laughs> random city change ever. Well, look at it. it's nice and populous there. Look at there's lots of things. To, to do. I've never seen. I've I've never seen it like that in that, my life. That is so populous and cool. Look at that. There's a brick. There's a home it used to be country it turned to there's, suburb that's the that's the city hall 
That's kind of cool. One thing I will say about Wiley, Texas and Fresno, cool-ass city halls. That's a cool-ass city hall. Actually, whenever they built that, because it's new, um, whenever they built that and Fish built the scales? library, because the library had video games in it, it was dope. What? <laughs> That's kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, I mean, why would... Yeah, they had Xbox and shit. It was real cool to go to the library. What, do you mean Xbox games? Because that's not unheard of. No, like X- Xbox. The Xbox. So, like, the way McDonald's used to be set up back in no, the day. No, no, like, it was just... <laughs> they had, like, it open with, like, a PS3 and the Xbox and a Wii. And for the record, I just want to show you, uh, Fresno City Hall is, it's like, really cool. super fucking futuristic. But this isn't about you. I'm just saying it's going to be about me because I'm going on to my number four. Uh, actually, yeah. My, my number five is Wiley, Texas, and I guess we're going on break. I guess we're taking a quick break because he needs to pee. Bro, we got to work on that. You got to work on your house training, okay? We really, like, you could have waited. You could have gone to the bathroom. One, could have waited for him to finish his fucking story. I was fine. listening. No, I don't care about you listening. You can't hey, listen hey, and you're hey, pissing hey, on whoa, your ankles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 guys. It's cool. I'm going to just go piss. He's going to go piss, and I'm going to berate him until he understands what he did wrong. Just let me breathe. That's fine. <laughs> Bro. There's called, I know that you're not versed in, in media or podcasting or really any sort of verbal or social cues or anything of that sort. Really, no house trading whatsoever. But there's something called beats. You could have waited for him to finish the story and be like, I'm going to go pee now. You didn't have to ask me. You just got, would have gotten up because then it would have been my turn. It would have been a clean break into number four. Jesus Christ, man. Do, what do you have to Your say for yourself? Number four is Jesus Christ? Yes, my number four is the love of Jesus Christ. I am lucky to have been uh, confirmed. I haven't actually been confirmed. You haven't been confirmed? Nope. First You're communion. A Catholic. First, oh, I am a terrible Catholic. First communion. I haven't been confirmed, and I renounced the religion. Can I have your confirmation? Can I get your certificate? I don't know. Is that how it works? Nope. Can I, nope. I can you ask the take priest. Classes, you got to give teeth or whatever. Do you get, You've been to Fresno City Hall, the ultimate dark slayer. When did you go to Fresno City Hall? That's weird. Who, wait, what? Who? Dark, the ultimate dark slayer. He's been to Fresno City Hall, and actually, this is actually a good time to it does see look who's like in the a boss right stage. Now. Yeah, it was actually the uh, evil building in Invasion of the Body Snatchers from the 20s. really. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we got to ask. I didn't know the here. building was that old. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, she's on the ground doing homework. So anyway, um, have homework. we got ask graduate. <laughs> Do you want me to tell him what you really are doing? No, you don't. So I'm gonna you keep know what sh- she's doing? Yes. She's being fine. Fuck it. She's being super high right now. <laughs> no, no she's, she's not. She's actually. She's actually. She's making her workout plan. Well, she's on the ground laughing. She's I can cal- only assume she's, she's calculating out her calories. Okay. Well, I won't, won't deny what you said. I'm just saying she's calculating out her calories. She can also be that. <laughs> but no, we got uh, just because we're taking the break for our number four ass crown, Coco Chops, Commander is robot, Deadly Rivers of Mars. I'm gonna hold this. I can't see a goddamn thing. Uh, we got Lucky Dog Podcast, KJ underscore three one seven. Not for the show. They reflect the light. And uh, Steven nine eight underscore twelve. Like Super Saiyan JJ, the Ultimate Dark Slayer, John Johns. Tiger GDV and K is a robot V and Kators Verkaprevots for the win sock is here. So if you're not a robot and 21. I thought you were a robot, uh, 14, we've gone down. Well, retention's hard, you know, especially when you're hosting. Leave fucking mid sentence. You didn't have to focus on it. Uh, excuse me. I'm gonna give him a little. I'm gonna go, I, I never side with him, but dog, like it was just in the middle of my. Like it was the camera was on us. And you just, right. Like, you like stiff armed him in the middle of his story. He's like, yeah. And so Wiley, oh my god, it's very embarrassing. Just because it's not Black History Month doesn't mean you can't. <laughs> Can you're the one that gave him one week? I gave 
on the That's Mexico. true. <laughs> That's true. We got one. Hey, it doesn't matter. We got it. the only way to build up your audience, and, and not audience in terms of this, but an audience in terms of to help out allies on the Hispanic side is by being an ally, sir. That's what yeah, we're and that's about. why you got a week on the Mexcellence podcast. <laughs> that's terrible. That's more than what other people would give you. No. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. what? Everyone else got weeks of the month. On the, the Mexcellence podcast? You know what? Am I here? What's a, actually, damn it, I am. Never mind. <laughs> if you're not, Tommy is. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Stick to your guns. <laughs> exactly. I, I want to. I, I, I'm just saying next year's Black History Month deserves four full weeks. Well, I look forward to Af- the Black Excellence podcast yeah. launching then. Yeah. Of Afro-Latina joint I mean, things. And you're going to have to rent the studio to do Bro, so. I'm, I'm going to be honest, though. I, I, we tried to come up with several black topics, and that's kind of hard. Yeah, it's it very hard. Oh, you know what's not hard? Telling us your number four. Exactly, man. My number four is not very hard. Hold on. I got to pee. I'm kidding. I don't. But if I did, I'd let you guys know and have a I'm proper sorry you break. have a giant bladder, six foot six man. You're an inch shorter than me. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah look, I'm the only person here who has an excuse. It's You've like been in the foot. army. You're taught to like not piss yourself or piss yourself. I can't tell. I mean, I can piss in the bottle. Exactly. It's better. empty, and it would be exactly full because you've drank that much out of the beer. Yeah, that's a lot of beer. It's yeah, three man. beers. That's all it is. Oh, gosh. It looks like a lot of beer. Well, my number four. Is another small slice of life of Sammy. This is also uh, broke college Sammy. Actually, this is post college Sammy. So I was dating a girl on the outside of college, and um, she was in LA. She moved back home after college ended. So it was like long distance again. You know me and my long distance, fucking great. And so shut up, Jess. <laughs> I heard laughter over there. But anyway, um, long distance uh, LA from Santa Barbara. Imaginary is not long distance, Doc. This was not imaginary. <laughs> and part of the reason was imagination I, I, land is very far away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I traversed my way to Los Angeles to go uh, take my girlfriend at the time on a date. You know, mm-hmm. we were just roaming so the city. So when you traversed, how far is L.A. from where you were at that time? Uh, so it's a two-hour drive, so probably uh, 130 miles. Something That's like that. not bad. It's not two bad. Hours not bad at all. Yeah. It's not bad. But it was like, all right, we're, I think we went to a show or something or whatever. But the point is, tickets were already bought, drinks were already bought. But I had literally in my bank account $14 after the cash I had in my hand. And I'm like, okay, we went to that show. How am I going to take this girl like to a basic meal? Like I try to maneuver like, oh, let's go get dessert because dessert's significantly cheaper. We can share it and shit. It's cute. But I was trying to find every which way to survive this date with no credit cards. How much cards time did you have to prepare? Um, No, it doesn't matter about prepare. To, uh, I worked at the hardware it, store. No, it does in the sense that like, so I've been in this situation and I can't go back in time to help you. But... um. Donating plasma is coming clutch so many times when I was broke me. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't at that part of the of the I need to scrounge for money portion of my life. You like, obviously were. I didn't realize <laughs> it. The pride was kicking in a little bit further then. Yeah, dog. Even I've I mean I mean, there's been times. <laughs> well, I wasn't quite there yet. Besides, it was a college town. It was oversaturated with plasma. There was just an abundance of plasma with the people with the All same you needed idea. was thirty bucks for two uh, two for twenty at Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> the deal didn't exist then and so and and she was a little la she was a little more high class even though she was from like you know koreatown she was like i could have took her to like the dirtiest most nasty spot she would have loved it that's her style right but i was still panicking I'm like what the fuck am i gonna do my number four is the simple fact that we're walking by the staple center and i found 20 bucks cash on the ground it was the most clutch 
luckiest thing in my life. I honestly thought, I don't even know why I did think this. I thought you were going to be like, I got real creative on our date. I cooked her a home cook. But no, you cheap ass no, no. found $20 I, to save no. your sorry ass. I found- actually having he convinced a- her it would be really cute to dine and dash. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, baby, hey, go wait in the car. Okay, go in the car. Actually, you know what? Start the car. Because <laughs> I'm going to be running out, and you know, it's going to take some time for me to run out this bitch. No. Oh, God. No, but I, no, but the, the thing that was so insane about it is it's the this fucking Staples Center. There's so, how much foot traffic goes by that any night. There was no game going on, for, or fortunately. But like a legitimate, non-fraudulent $20 bill was just lying there. And I was like, because I was looking at the ground like, oh, shit, how am I going to? Oh. And I looked, and I looked up, and I looked around. And then I was like, so I ran to it. She's like, what's going on? Oh, my God. And I was like, $20. Let's go eat. And so I was able to buy a nice meal for her. We were able to, because I had a little bit of pocket cash, but it was not enough for a nice meal. So the minimum that I've ever seen pay out for plasma anywhere is 30 bucks. Well, I didn't have to have a needle injected in me, and I got $20. I'll I'm happy you found trade. that $20. That's true luck. No, and This so is then, the definition of luck. It was the mo- It was like God was like, bro, you're stressing. I got you. You know, I keep thinking about how much fucking foot traffic is by the Staples Center. $20 just on the ground, mm-hmm. in in the open, accessible. It was fantastic, and I was so lucky. It was Where'd actually, you take her? Huh? Where'd you take her? I don't even remember. I just I was just so happy I could pay for it. Um, and then also just kind of- Chili's two for 20. No, not Chili's two for 20. <laughs> and then also uh, that year, though, that was the start of me finding money. I found over $100 on the ground uh, that year. So that was just a weird year where I just found cash on the ground. These Californians just throwing money all over I feel the like place. Like one of your parents oh. is always just watching, like <laughs> just run off. I, I no, I found ten dollars in a place called Bum Park in East, in Isla Vista, California. Bum Park, and I found ten dollars right in front of it. Of course, that's where homeless people gather. They always have cash. No, but they wouldn't drop the cash. You think being homeless, you'd they, keep on to all your cash. cash. Me- being high on meth does terrible things. Yeah. For they you. were jolly hobos. They weren't meth hobos. <laughs> These were downtrodden folk. Oh, pirate, oh, oh. pirate is one of the coolest hobos of all time. And you guys had Leslie, right? He was kind of homeless. He was kind of homeless. Kinda homeless. I don't he, know. he was homeless. He was homeless. Well, we had pirate. Let me see. <laughs> yeah, there's no kind of homeless. There's, there's the homeless or not. If you pretend to be homeless, you're just an asshole. I guess. Hold on. Let me see if I can find pirate. Pirate is the fucking. Are we doing coolest. a celebrity death match right now between Leslie and pirate. Yeah, because this is pirate right here. So one, he talks like a pirate. Oh, that but, looks like Leslie. But, but really don't. Oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> cut from the same cloth. I'd imagine. But pirate, every time like uh, a freshman would come and he actually did this to me, he had like card tricks or whatever. But he had this party trick where he would smoke from his eye hole because it was gone. It was empty. I don't know if you can actually do that or if he was just holding it in his lungs, talking, oh, I'm a pirate, and then blowing it out of his fucking mouth after he smoked it out of his eye. But this dude is the shit. And these guys right here that are hanging out with them, they were jolly hobos. They weren't beat the shit out of him like Leslie. (laughs) Nobody beat the shit out of him. Everyone kind of respects him. He went away for a little bit, but um, he came back eventually. But yeah, he's old. He's got a couple kids. His story's kind of tragic because every year or so, uh, a student will like ask him his story, and it's just like, yeah, it's not, it's not getting nicer. But I definitely have great memories of Pirate. I was coming back from, uh, let's say, like a late, a late night with a lady. It was a walk of shame, if you will. And I'm walking home. You were doing a walk of shame with a lady? No, not with her. Oh, okay. Like I, I had my my shirt was all disheveled. My jacket was over my whatever. I call that the walk of pride, dog. I skip. Oh, <laughs> no, it was, it, I was, yeah. when I used to do that across campus, I used to be like, woo. 
Well, yippee! Yeah, <laughs> it's like fucking Anakin Skywalker. Yippee! Yeah, and so one of the times, though, or the, the one of the few times, um, was I was walking home. I was just about to get to the last stretch, walking to my place. And you know those guys with like the rickshaw bikes the, with little carts in the back. So I was, uh, I was, he was riding it next to me. The song was playing like Mr. Brightside or some shit. And then like Pirate saw that I was clearly disheveled from a night of good time. And he was like, Hey, matey, arr! And he just fucking drove away past me. It was one of the coolest like caps to a night I've ever had. If it was like top five night caps, that'd definitely be top three for sure. Because it was great. That'd be a hard list to make. Yeah, that would be. But uh, fucking Pirate, man. That's number four as well. Respect to Pirate. Marco and and finding $20 in front of the Staples Center. My number four. They get a little more deep after this. What is your number four? So, TJ, I, I've already heard the story, actually, ad nauseum from Sam. So, I would like to go this way. How did you pick your college? Uh, I'm getting to my number four. <laughs> We have the same number four. And I'll get to my number three. <laughs> um, so, you know, when you pick colleges, you do SETs, all the other high school bullshit. That Let's time out. Is your number three or number four the same? It's, Ish. Not, it's, it's, it's about college. Okay. My number three is about college. Let's just open up the floor. Your guys is number four and then my number three. And then we'll just go straight to your number three. So go ahead and open the floor and we'll go from there. All right. This was a weird way of segueing, so but I get start it. Off and yeah. then we'll continue. Right. Um. So when you do research, take SATs, ACTs, everything, I actually had picked Michigan State to be my college okay. of choice. Was this post-Army? No, uh, before. I was 16 gotcha. at this time. Um, I picked Michigan State. Was did like, I want to get as far away from my hometown as I can. Um, I like the cut of that college's jib. And what, what about Michigan State? I mean... What about Michigan State? I only know they were giving team. me a lot of tuition money because um, I was a minority willing to go to Michigan. They were like, Hispanic person wants to come to Michigan? What the hell? <laughs> you will fit so many quotas. <laughs> Ohio you get State so many tax breaks? offered me a lot of money. I'm trying to be a Spartan, though. Um, but um, out of state tuition is still a bitch, even when they're giving you free money. <laughs> no kidding, bro. If UC Santa Barbara's uh, standard was like, Ten thousand for like a semester or a year, or whatever. It was like thirty two a year for out of state. It was ridiculous. So I picked my college just based on the idea of I like the colors black and red, and I went to Texas Tech. And uh, man, the microcosm of Tex- of being in Lubbock, I imagine the only kind of college environment that gives you that is Norman, being in Oklahoma, uh, but because it's it's a city unto itself. Uh, the culture is very different because if you're a really smart, smart kid, you go to UT or you go to Baylor. Fair. <laughs> I mean, that's what we do. <laughs> uh, damn. But all right, number fourteen. It's not a contest. <laughs> it's not a contest. You said it wasn't going to be, so, so it's not going to be. Not a but if it was, it would be. But so Texas Tech is seen as like it's the smart B student college for the most part. Fair. Because if you're dumb, you go to Texas State or UTSA. <laughs> yeah, if you're pretty. I'm dumb. <laughs> no, this is all pretty localized, but what they're saying is absolutely true. <laughs> Even from the short time I've been here. Texas State is filled with nothing but beautifully, <clears throat> collegially considered dumb people. Right. Like, it's smart if you go to college, but not real college. Like, it's not Colin College. Like, it's not a community college. It's not like a B-tier level. Not like a C-tier level college. It's a B-tier. You're there. You're just not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so me. It, oh, it is. But we're going to stick with it. 
So Texas Tech is seen as kind of like a little bit going back to the army thing. It's a little bit of haterade. Like, cause when I was going to college at this time, it was like UT versus Texas A&M and Texas Tech was like, fuck you. We're going to be both of you for the most part. Right. And not beat you in the sense that we're going to compete for a bowl game. Just fuck your chances out of going to a bowl game. Yeah. You're, the- you're, you're the fucking <laughs> season busters. And yeah. Shit. The petty. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's right. Um, and then so, but it's a weird microcosm. Everybody helps each other for the most part. Everybody's, it's a more conservative college, which is, uh, actually kind of leveling for a mindset when it's just like, I didn't have to ever deal with what you hear about coming out of Berkeley and Stanford and all this other stuff, like cultural from a cultural perspective. Um, also, we're also known as a college that's like, we just breed harder workers because it's like we're not seen as the alphas, so we're gonna outwork everybody when and we do. That's get why to- you have Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he is the first collegiate quarterback from Texas to start and win a Super Bowl ever. But he's not from Texas, is he? Yeah, where's he from? Dallas-ish. Fuck it. Congrats, <laughs> Congrats or something. It's hard to tell when you're from Dallas or Houston, like when it's. It's hard not- to tell what the fuck he is too. I don't know what ethnicity he is. He's black very and white. I'm he's, still confused. He's, he's mulatto. <laughs> Fair enough. But the lucky part is the fact that you just liked red and black. I just liked red and black, and then out of that, I mean, I got the good education. I met a lot of role models. I got treated like a god when I came back from the army. I met Jessica, who yeah, I was been like, my I was girlfriend. literally pointing off camera. I was waiting for that to be the crescendo. Of it, like we're about to hit four years next in two days. Dear Lord, damn, dog, you <laughs> put a lot of things in perspective on my side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well. So, TJ, what's your number four? Not finding love at Texas <laughs> UT Austin. Yeah, I, I found a lot of things at UT Austin. But was it STD? Chlamydia, <laughs> gonorrhea. The luck part was avoiding that. Your luck part was avoiding all the STDs. No, my luck part was so. I don't talk about it a lot, but UT. So <clears throat> I did the CAT program for UT. I voluntarily. The did fuck it. is CAT program? Basically, you go to an auxiliary um, UT school. Oh, um, and then satellite like, campus, if you will. Yeah, and then you get to have a uh, it's decreased tuition for a year, and then you come into UT as long as you maintain a certain GPA. That's fucking cool. Yeah, California has that too. Yeah. Um, so uh, my number four was uh, the fact that that transition was so smooth. Um, I got into the I got into the college I wanted to. I got into the um because uh, unlike uh, not not dissimilar to Marcos, I I only chose UT because it was quote unquote the best school in Texas, and I was like, all right, number one school in Texas, let's shoot for that. Um, and getting accepted into the CAT program without any uh, with any problems, and then you know going to UT Tyler, which fucking sucks. There's nothing good in Tyler except Jesus that debate Christ. team. Except what? Except the worst debate team. Um, oh fuck yeah, dog. I'll <laughs> chill out in Waco and live my best life. Jesus. Um, sorry, I thought that was Tyler's symbol. No, I was fucking no, freaked out. it's your alma mater seal. Um, but no, what really, what really changed the paradigm was the fact that you know I had one class that wasn't it wasn't pass fail, but basically the final counted for most of the grade, and I remember that that it was not my best class, and there was no better feeling. Um, I worked hard, so it's not all luck, but like uh, I remember there was no better feeling of like whenever you get that, and you're just like finally. I get to like, you know, I, that's the seal. I'm done. I'm transferring into a way better and cooler school. Right. Um, I'd never seen UT Austin's campus, actually. I didn't do a campus visit. I didn't do anything. I just 
like by the time I transferred in was like the first time. Fuck it. Yeah, I literally <laughs> held married. But the fact that everything in that process, you know, went so smooth, because you know, I know there's people who uh who it doesn't always work out that way. Oh yeah. Um, I know that sometimes tuition gets fucked or like 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 or you can't do anything about it. And like, you know, sometimes the scenarios change, stuff like that. Um honestly, that entire process, I, I gotta give a lot to luck. I, I I really am fortunate because at the end of the day, I ended up at uh the best school in Texas <clears throat> academically. And um really depends what college you go to. What I learned when I was at the like hanging out with graduates. That's also school. true. I okay, so I was associated with um um the uh what is it? I was an economics major and then a computer science major. So it doesn't really even matter where you you could make, go to Texas State and major in economics. It's like here's your job. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> well yeah, there you go. Yeah, literally it's just UT, yeah, it's just the does it, like there's great schools in Texas and I just was so fortunate in the smooth transition of mine. And so that was my number four, just something super quaint. Like, um, everything kind of worked out. I didn't think any of it was, um, honestly, I thought I was going to get blocked out, but no, it was all great. That's awesome. Well, that goes to my number three. Affirmative action. Woo. None of my hard work. None <laughs> no of hard it. work. Black only. Possibly, made, possibly homosexual. We don't know. Fs, Bro, what? Do you, <laughs> on that note, do you remember Becky with the bad grades? That hashtag. <laughs> sorry That's... this is a very localized story if you've never heard it catch me up real quick um there was a white student that was like i didn't get into ut i remember that now <laughs> i think we can fill in the blanks from there <laughs> becky with the bad grades yeah she didn't have the grades she didn't have the gpa because tj took her spot Nah, dog. I mean, no I, effort. I, I got. I gotta what? give this kind of builds from uh, number five. I gotta give Wiley high props in terms of uh, it didn't prep me for college at all. But um, the com- like a lot of the competition in terms of academia there was fucking tough, and so it was really funny because it was like at a certain point, like you know, I wasn't top. I wasn't top ten uh, percent, but I was right on the cusp, and they were just like. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, like if you look at your GPAs across the board for everybody who applied from your school at uh <laughs> at this, you're not that far off the difference. So it's really funny, right? Well, what about you dog number three. My number three is actually college related as well, but it's not what I did do; it's what I didn't do and what I didn't get. My number three did is get not pregnant. getting a girl pregnant. Of course, no, it's not. My number three actually has to do with admissions as well. It was not getting into UCLA. So growing up, my sister went to UCLA in 96, so six years old. She's 12 years older than me. She goes to UCLA. She's the first in our family to go to college, cousins, uh, you know, and do all that stuff, right? My oldest sister going to UCLA. I'm six years old, seven years old, going to visit. I'm decked down in brewing gear. I'm going to fucking UCLA football games. She, she worked at the ticket office. Watching- Can I just tell you that I was super pissed that my parents went to college when they got to America? Cause I fucked up all my first generation scholarship potential chances. I was like, damn it. <laughs> See, and the thing was, I wasn't the first going to, cause California is a little bit different. If you're the first going to college, you get certain ones. But if you've had other siblings that went to college, it's like whatever. But point is the reason why I didn't get to UCLA. I had the, I think that's, this is one of the things that will kill me about this. Number three is that I don't know if I had the grades. I had a 3.14 regular, but like 3.5 adjusted for like honors classes and so on. So I could have probably made it to UCLA. My sister went there. It would have, you know, I had connections there, right? She graduated. But I, being so far removed from my other siblings, I'm math, five years younger than the next sibling over. In that five years between when she applied and graduated, they changed the SAT scores, they changed applications, they changed everything in the UC system. So I went in blind, 
not knowing how to do any of this. It was as if, as if my sister went because my parents, they were like, uh, they like figured out, right? You're, you're smart. I barely did. And, and Hoover High, my high school did not have the resources to do this or not capable of this. So I'm applying whatever. And they're like, I'm thinking film and media. That's one of the things that they have there, which was a junior program. I coming in as a freshman was like, Oh, theater or directing. That's what I want to do. Theater and arts. Fuck it. Okay. Send. Thinking that being undeclared would be bad. I went and did this. It was for directing a theater. They said, submit a acting reel or an example of your acting. And I was like, they probably won't mind if I don't. Clearly, they throw out my application because it was completely just wrong. It was all wrong. The application was completely done wrong. But I did get into Cal State Northridge, which had a good for, uh, film program. And then I went got to UC Santa Barbara. UC Santa Barbara, they actually admitted me early because if you guys didn't read one of these uh, things here, uh, if you uh, maybe not this one, but one of these says that UCLA is the number one uh, school. App, uh, it has the number one highest application rate for any school in the nation. More people submit more applications to UCLA than any other college. So UC Santa Barbara, which is technically consistently the third best UC in, in California, was like, oh, no, you're talented. Come on in. And so they they brought me in. We, I went to a place in like San Jose. I went to this event and they're like, all right, everybody who's here, you all got early admission. And my dad like yelled. He's like, yeah. And everyone's like looking at him weird. But the fact that they were like, okay, we're going to let you in and we're going to let you uh, come to our spring insight. Um, and you can be your high school senior. Come look at our campus. Come stay here for like a couple days. And they had me over and I fell in love with the campus. I fell in love with the vibes and it's everything. It's in your bathroom. Hmm? It's in my bathroom. I, I noticed was, that too. It was beach themed. So I figured, you know, I was having going for a beach theme in my bathroom. So, so you pee in the ocean. I, all I the time. peed in the ocean a lot. Look at that beautiful. It's just full of pee. That lagoon right there full of pee. But I had you said it smelled, right? It smells terrible sometimes. <laughs> like that's pretty and all. It smells terrible sometimes. But the biggest reason why I was so lucky that I didn't get to UCLA is because I think I would have been a much worse person had I gone. Oh, really? Y- y- you think? After Santa Barbara made me this, imagine what UCLA would have done. Actually, yeah, I don't need all of that in your head. So the thing about the, the thing about it is, I know myself uh, going coming out of Fresno, California. 17 year old kid i was very angry all the time i didn't know what to do i was pent up at home my parents didn't let me really go out and party and shit like that and so i was just like an angry kid and then i went to uc santa barbara you're by the beach it's always 76 degrees there's booze and women and parties and friends and the school is a quarter system so it's only 10 weeks at a time and then you go on a break so you're just like cramming everything in 10 weeks program and then you're gone for a break so Everything about that turned me into a completely different person and judging jokes aside, a much better person because I would have been more angry. I would have been quicker to temper and you guys know me. Uh, I would have been not even nearly as calm. I wouldn't have any of that Zen that you guys sometimes see me have. You guys have noticed it when I'm feeling good. I kind of get more quiet and peaceful. Well, you guys never see that. You guys are my confidants, but other people do. Yeah, and I was benefit like, I was, from like that. I was like, Zen, we we only see you when Maybe your emotional JJ, barriers he's not are here on. Today. Yeah, but the idea is, you know, there are those moments where I could have <laughs> no, been. I understand where you're coming. I understand exactly. I could have been a completely different monster. I could have been an LA monster. I could have been the guy who's like, yeah, I do a podcast, gets so many thousand views. I'm so famous. Like, I could have been that guy. And I'm only a little bit that guy, but I'm not that guy. And I could have been. There's a big trap in LA of those people that are just so full of themselves. They're so cocky. They're just. 
they're, they're LA. LA has a, its own stench, you know, and that's one of the criticisms I'll have of it. So I could have been a product of that. And the fact that I'm not, the fact that I'm just, you know, I'm more relaxed than I've ever been. I had such an experience and such a life there for seven years, you know, graduated in four, but stuck around a little longer. Uh, nothing luckier. So my number three is uh, not getting into UCLA. You probably saved a lot of money too. Not much. <laughs> UCs are expensive. You know what? Um, fun fact about Sammy's school. Uh, jokes, uh, not jokes aside, you weren't joking about it. Um, parents, shit's way more prestigious than you think. It's actually really funny because we did a look at, and I was like, man, UT's better. And not on all list. So here's the comparison. And I will concede this. I never will. I shouldn't even because you'll take this forever. But um, we're, we're really good about our um, marine biology, our computer science. And our regular biology and like our, our organic chemistry, those are top of the country. Those are amazing. Everything else is pretty standard. It's good education, but it's not nearly as difficult and high class as those uh, That's what sciences. I was saying earlier, like it depends what program you go to. Like, uh, like going to UT for marine biology would be dumb. <laughs> it's just crawfish <laughs> sitting here like study this catfish but in like, this dirty ass we green were, river right. we'd argue about schools like someone with an A&M dick could just be like engineering A&M like they're well, agriculture. better yeah well that's my number three real quick since we want to check on the chat real quick you guys hear about AMC theaters new policy they're only allowing 50 people at once with space in between to watch movies Great. So I can't watch a movie with my girlfriend? You have to be 50 feet apart. <laughs> Sweet. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> to get out of trouble, that was my number three. Now we're going right back to you, Marco. What's your number three? I think this is going to be like your number one or number two or some bullshit. No. Um, <laughs> it, it won't. So, like I said, it's completely by chance. I can't pick this. I don't think anybody can. It's just a matter of luck of the draw. Some people have really shitty ones. Some people have really good ones. I have some of the best, so my parents are my number three. Yeah, that was my number zero. So, But your parents in particular, why number three? Uh, why are there two things better than your parents? Well, they're just more lucky is okay. what it comes down to. Wow. Well, your parents are lovely. I, I, I hung out with your mom uh, Thanksgiving, and she was very nice to me. So I will give you that very much that's very lucky. But why, why did you pick them for your um, number three? Because my parents are probably the perfect mixture that not a lot of people get of, hey, man, you could really do this and then patting you on the back and saying, go try. Like there don't, I have other relatives in my family that it's just like, Oh, you wanted to major in, in architect. Um, you, you wanted to major in archeology. span Nah, you're not going to make money in that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You should go into architecture. Yeah. Go be a civil engineer or something. Exactly. I don't have those parents. I also don't have the kind of parents that are on my other side of the family where it's just like, why are you going to school and shit? Why don't you like go build a house? <laughs> yeah, why don't go into construction? You'll make more money. Yeah, and I'm just like I'm lucky that I have because my parents are very much first generation uh, Mexican immigrants. They only understand farming for the most part. I mean, they're a lot better now, but yeah. when I was a teenager, that's all they got. Yeah, like what's the farming like in Eagle Pass? Uh, spinach, watermelon. Okay, so and they were there. also migrant workers that would go up to Idaho and pick potatoes and come back. Gotcha. Okay, but so I got really lucky that from that lifestyle, it was like, nah, man, uh, I really like anime and movies and stuff. Like my mom had never seen a Chinese movie ever, like even a Bruce Lee movie growing up in the seventies until Damn. I showed her Jet Li movies and Jackie Chan movies. Right, and I was like, still to this day, I mean, I write, and but it's also a matter of like. 
being an advertising public relations major, I had to sit down and like tell my parents what I would be doing if I got a job in that. Bro, I tell my <laughs> my parents don't know what my degree is still. Like they go like, oh, it's, he does some TV, TV, film and media studies, Dad. I articulate eight years. I articulate what I do to my parents all the time. Yeah. It's yeah, but like, they're like doctors and shit, isn't that what you said? My, yeah, my, it's it's just different because none of them are in my like none of them are in tech. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's also a little a little more explaining, right? But yeah, man, like it's just the mixture of. Um, so my dad taught me a lot of revolutionary ideas. Taught me about um, Emiliano Zapata, Ejercicio Zapatista Liberación Nacional. So you appreciate my Emiliano Zapata poster that I keep on. Well, the that wall. was in the last podcast i know right? but i want you to appreciate it because it's still there because it also means something to me too um just taught me all these ideals about liberation be a man and things like that and then also still encouraged basically it's the mixture of encouraging me to follow my dreams and um always supporting me no matter what i did no that's that's great man that's why it's my number zero that's same thing i got shit two teachers a lobbyist and a film guy who sells insurance. Like, that's <laughs> what my parents got just because they're like, all right, go do it. My dad, fucking farm worker since nine years old and shit. Yeah. Um, my mom was a tutor for like schools and stuff. They're like, yeah, I'll be a teacher. Two of them became teachers, but yeah, they definitely encouraged me to be a teacher. Actually, with their limited understanding, I think they always wanted me to be a lawyer. Yeah. That's, that's the aspirations <laughs> and shit. But, uh, that's a great number three, man. TJ, what is your number three? Um, I do love my parents. Just gonna throw that out there. Uh, I don't talk. I don't talk about mine a lot. But um, they didn't make this list. Uh, uh, not necessarily. I worked for their love. <laughs> it was not luck. I worked for. No, it. no. I I grew up a very fortunate. Where like uh, my parents and uh, my dad uh, was my mom to an extent. Um, they like you know they were always very uh, open about me loving video games and and very much like they could have shut that shit down. Real quick. <laughs> I like I was like oh yeah it's like a gay person yeah, they they respected my thing yeah they really just let me out of the closet early on about my love of video games and anime. I mean it's uh not the anime part uh but the video oh, games they, like, they never accepted that part of you no they just I never watched it that much like with them around like we had I had like I was in the game oh, a lot dude to, still to this day I'd probably change the channel they came in the room yeah, you're in the like, anime closet you guys from, are both in the anime closet with your from folks nine to today it I would mean, still be like I'm not watching my hero academia I'm yeah, well, watching I mean there's a certain like there's just certain scenes like where I'd be like yeah like like that's like, questionable the, like the, the, that the, dude's <laughs> punching that girl a bunch of times. <laughs> Okay, that's just just hilarious. That's season zero jokes. Go back and listen. I mean, but, my dad was uh, cool with me watching Dragon Ball Z. So no, that's he, different. Okay. Yeah, but he wasn't cool with me watching The Simpsons, so... Uh, priorities. Um, my number three, uh, and, and and it's honestly something that that pivoted me into the... Uh, just, 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 and it happened most, it happened fairly recently, was not the job I have now, but the last job I had. Um, uh, actually getting that and kind of what all went into place of that happening. Mm -hmm. um and so i don't work there anymore i don't give a shit i know i'm not i'm just um doing your job your former uh, job anyway um for just a general idea go ahead i actually found out somebody that works at that company and i was like i wonder if tj knows them um so i used to uh no it's full of fine it's you fine. work in tech see i just look up tech jobs this is what I, yeah, you do i used to work in uh, not you, used to work like, like that's what you do for your job all day right tj i used to work at google prior to <laughs> Can you go back to that image i just want to try to make a story about what she's doing right now it's like this graph is perfect look that's <laughs> no there's no story there there's, no, there's you, nothing there yeah. I'm like I'm like there's no. Do you do this code? <laughs> not you at write, 
Not on Hold. the last day. Basically, I was at an organization, a startup in Austin, um, uh, and I absolutely hated it. Like, it wasn't good for my health. It wasn't good for my mental well-being. Um, I was I was making great. I was making good money, um, but the, a lot of the processes and policies that they had there, just like it wasn't working well. And it honestly had me do something I never do, which was uh, be very unconfident in my own skills um, just in the workplace for a short period of time and so i just quit i quit outright i had nothing lined up next over and i um and there was a job that was open within google and um while i was interviewing for that job the individual who uh who became my mentor while i was at the job um actually uh he was like whoa hey man you'd be so much better if you tried out this role i mean if you if you apply for this role you know you have the qualifications for it and so TLDR, just by the fortune is the fortune of having that amazing interviewer, just by the fortune of them accelerating, because this whole turnaround of me not having a job to working at Google was about a half. Like I found out I had the job at Google within a week and a half. Wow. And so um so I had the interview on a certain day and then found that I had the job. Um and like all that turnaround, um, just just all that happened to where I ended up doubling the sa- uh, doubling the salary that I had at the job prior. New tax bracket. Uh, if new we tax recall, bracket. If you remember, I remember I had said that. Um, and I wasn't worried about getting a job after I quit my last job. It was more so just the fortune of being pivoted into a new position with a new job title that pivoted me and and really put me in a place of taking a risk on it. And so and so yeah, I put my number three is just getting that job at Google, getting the specific job I had, which launched me in terms of uh kind of putting me in a different uh, different place in terms of my career which is open up the door to do what i do now um which i is- mean i did tell you something because you were like oh, i got this job at google we'll see how it goes you're a little apprehensive about it and i told you if you i don't know if you remember they can never pay you less than this anymore uh well they can but <laughs> they, they won't they? uh no 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 but no but do you get what i'm saying though yeah, 100%. You i knew you weren't gonna get it let it happen so when when you got that gig i was like Yes, this is awesome because I know how hard you work for this kind of shit. So I and I appreciate it. And no, they can't like and they and he really and it's very true. I do remember you saying that they can never pay you less than this again. Because you were like, this is a lot of money, and I'm yeah, like, well, yeah, it is a lot of money. <laughs> uh, and so I was very fortunate and, and blessed up to do what I did before. And then now, um, where I work at uh, currently, which <laughs> I just don't want to say because that always up so much hell. Um, yeah. Uh, other big tech org, not important. Um, he works for Bing. He is a Bing representative. Dog, that's lame. <laughs> Indeed, lame. It's a better joke than Bing, though. That is- I mean, it's another certain... Fine, Yahoo, Ask Jeeves, perhaps? Yeah, ask Jeeves, Jeeves, that's where I work. Yeah, we can refer to it as Ask Jeeves from now on. Um, so as I work for Ask Jeeves now, uh, no. Uh, like, honestly, just uh, the opportunity that all created uh, landed me to what I do now. And right. so I'm very fortunate. I'm very blessed. By the way, 833 says, Google Kitchen must be fire. Um, that was when you were drinking kombucha every day because they just had it. They just had it. And I got to say that where I work at now has better food and a better kitchen. Ooh, whoa. And better. you invited me to go eat there, huh? I have. Yeah. Let's go. Anyone's, let's, anyone's welcome. Let's oh, go. well, not right now. But oh, yeah, you're in your, oh. <laughs> actually, I don't know when the next time people will have in this, but any other time. Save me a plate. How long are you shut down for? Like the office. Um, our, I know Indeed is shut down for like two months. I'm shut down for at least three weeks, I think. Ours is recommended till April 10th. Yeah. Also, he's not giving away his title. 
It's too important. Let's uh, just wait. not do that. Someone asked what your title was. Uh, that's not important. It's not important. Like, cause uh, he any... he's the one who asks Jeeves. <laughs> I ask Jeeves. He's actually Jeeves. When you're asking Jeeves, you're asking TJ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't like to. I don't like to put out too he's much. He's the first black away. Jeeves. Let's just put it that way. Something like that. Um, black Jeeves will be your pseudonym now. Black <laughs> Jeeves, have, ask me anything. Sensei Martinez. Black Jeeves. <laughs> no, nah, it was a it was a blessed opportunity. I uh, I don't regret anything I did. Uh, he says fair, by the way. Um, I mean, like honestly, like mo- like people can poke around like offline, and I'll be a little more open about. I usually won't say where I work, but I'll tell them like stuff like about. Just what send I them did. on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, you'll find it. Fuck, stop. Fuck. <laughs> 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 don't worry, Taylor Minaz is not your real name. That's a stage name. Something like that. So um, my, if you if you want to get out of this quagmire, yeah, get me out of here. My number two, uh, my number two. Um, it, it, I don't know. Some people will call it luck. Some people will call it just fate. Some people will call it, you know, the 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 what do you the Scott Pilgrim method of ranking up and shit, leveling up, leveling up. You're right. Well, my number two, my number two. It's us, bro. Yeah, man. Oh, I appreciate it. Yes. So my number two is my good friends. So it's kind of weird. You guys kind of, at least for you two, if there's more people, I would have examples for everybody, like Tommy and JJ and shit, but they didn't show up. So fuck them. So we'll just focus <laughs> on. It's like, I have yeah. <laughs> you, you, I, you went back to that blue screen. I my friends. Am, <laughs> I'm proud of the, the JJ part of this story, but I, I will add Wait, what that do you as mean an proud of the JJ part? Well, I, I want to add it as an exclamation mark or a comma, depending on how this story goes. So go on with me well, it's very TJ. It's very simple because let's start with t- uh, TJ because this is my second week in Austin. Oh, ours was very happenstance. <laughs> oh, it was weird. Uh, my second day in Austin and um, second week and I'm out on 6th Street for one of the first times and I'm like, ah, oh, lights and wonder and things are going on. Who dragged you out? Uh, Corey? No, it was a friend. There was a girl that showed up. Uh, I want to say she was from like Washington or Oregon, but she was lo- no, LA actually. She's from LA. I forget her name, but I know her face. She's on my Snapchat. Yeah, I, I only have four people. You know what? I, I She was gay. That's all I remember. And oh, well then no, I, I would have eliminated her from my mind. No, she's no, but we, had, <laughs> we had like tacos and food afterward, but the idea was um, we went out and she was like visiting. So I was like, yeah, let's go take a look. I haven't been here. And, um, I, I go out and I'm like partying, having a good time. And then I eventually I'm like, I'm hungry. And uh, no, by the way, this is just a random, uh, six street shenanigans. So in the midst of all this chaos, I'm like, I'm going to go get some pizza. I remember, I, I, rem- I, uh, next to me, I, is that I do remember this Mike, night. by the way, who on the, and the image or the video, that's a Modelo Mike. That's. Modelo Mike. Like the mic is sponsored by Modelo. Oh. <laughs> no, it's Miko TV. It oh, just looks okay. like Modelo. See, see, I, I, you drunk man. But you remember that I'm not, what I we're talking I about. Like Modelo. E- <laughs> I remember that evening, but I but I but I, I but I I know how oh, not overwhelming, but how just like uh, the glitz and the glamour of the right. first time on six. Right. And and I'm over here like, you know, uh you know, Santa Barbara, they have their own the, the Del Playa. I'm used to like the overwhelming, but this is like different because it's like bars and shit, and obviously people with snakes and all sorts of shit. So it's a little bit to take in, but I'm like, I'm gonna go get some pizza, and then so I go. What's up? So far, in my experience, the only thing that beats Sixth Street is Bourbon Street in the sense of like experience wise, right? Like bourbon better. Bourbon's yeah. better. It's not. It's not a matter of better. It's a matter of bourbon is just crazier. Right. Is what it comes down to. Del Playa, when you're in college, you'll you, this is something you'll never get is at the time pre-shooting 
was fucking insane. And I even missed out on even the most insane when my cousin went. Uh, it kind of peaked. It kind of hit its crescendo when I was there, or maybe even the bottom half, because after the shooting, it just it went to being more chill beach vibes. Point being, the fact that I was my first night, I was like, ah, the stars, the glamour, and I go to get pizza, and I'm like, give me that one and that one, and the guy <laughs> hands me the pizza, and he goes, eight bucks. No, he goes, I go what? Free pizza? Hip. Hooray! And I go and I eat my free pizza and I'm eating it outside. And then a guy walks up to me and he's like, Yeah, I know who you are. And I was like, No, you don't. Yeah, you're the Mexicans, right? And I go, What the fuck? How do you know that? And then he was like, And he was like, Oh, I'm Taylor. I'm Taylor Manazza. I was like, Taylor Manazza, I thought you were a white Italian man. Because when I did the Mexicans podcast on SoundCloud, Taylor Manazza kept showing up as one of the listeners. I only had like 30, 40 listeners at any given time. And I was like, That guy listens every week. I go, That's you? You're black? <laughs> that was, that, didn't I say that? Something like that. Something, no, that was very true. No, he's, uh, yeah, he's not wrong. He, I, was, yeah, I was like, I didn't know you were black. That's crazy. And then uh, I thought you were Italian. And from there on, TJ has just been present, ever present. We've hung out more. He took his number down, Facebook, so on. And since I got here, he's been one of the guys. Other guy is going to be Paco. I told Paco to go fuck himself, but a few minutes ago. It was on the pre-podcast. So it might not even make it. But no, pre-podcast, ain't it? About an hour ago. <laughs> but Paco was like my arbiter. Paco was like, all right, I'm taking you here. I'm taking you here. Let's go get your haircut. Let's go do when I had hair. And let's go do shit. So Paco was bringing me to everywhere. Okay? By the way, I kind of forgot me and you's story, but we'll get to that a little bit later because it's more relevant. It's not later. very long. Oh, no. But, but, <laughs> yeah. but you actually preceded TJ, technically. But It's not a race. But Paco was taking me around and whatever. And then... I was moved in, and then I had my friends, and so on and so forth. Me and you had met at a barbecue I threw a couple years prior when I was visiting, when you just got back from deployment. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I <laughs> real food, yeah, it was no, it was <laughs> like barbecue. It was like hot dogs and hamburgers, but it was like friends and not getting shot at. Totally dope. And so, um, one assumes meeting you, Leroy, and Emo is probably the best thing that came out of that. Wait, you met Leroy and Emo at that that event? Yep. Oh shit! You're welcome. And so, <laughs> and so, um, no, it was it was pre double toasted, and um, and it's actually the first anniversary party of double toasted. It was no, it was the launch party. No, first anniversary, you're right? Anyway, um, oh, that's the so one then, up. yeah, it was, it was fun times. But anyway, when I moved to Texas, the Panhandle, you're living in Lubbock, and he's one of the first person to greet me, and then you got me a Lone Star. I think you're like, no, you need a Shiner. Tex- Shiner. You're like, yeah, Texas, you need to drink Texas beer. And I drank the Shiner. I slept on your couch. Your baby w- woke me up a couple times. <laughs> and I was like, cool, time to drive. And we're off. And then you disappeared because you lived in fucking Lubbock. Then TJ comes. Then Paco comes. Then Double Toasted Crew comes. And then when did you move to Austin? Two years ago? I've been here because Paco lived here. But, I but you I've moved, moved to Austin. here. So, fuck. So the infamous Halloween party I moved there that summer. The infamous one. Oh, the one the, the last year's or two years ago? Not last year's, the year before. Yeah, I yeah. moved here that summer. So that summer, you had been a couple times before, but that summer was like, I'm in town now. Let's hang out. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then we started going. I think he still lived with Ian at the time. I did during that time. And then I moved very recently, uh, shortly after that. And then I broke up with my ex. And TJ, as you know, 
it's a sad time for me because yeah, yeah. he got the preface of it. He got the like all the doubt and the should I, shouldn't I? Is this good for me? Da, da, da. He got the brunt of it. So thank you for that. Of course. But then secondly, you got the I'm sad and lonely, bunny. Thank you. And so, <laughs> and so you were like, fuck it. We're going to go. And then we just never stopped. I don't think we've stopped. Uh, we I just mean, kept going. Well, it, it's for me, it's a little bit. So from that barbecue, you've always actually been one of the most approachable people just because you're my age from that thing. Oh, yeah, because I'm not either a child or a billion years old. Uh, well, I was comparing to you to Martin and Corey. Like, oh, just yeah. Age not a billion years old. <laughs> With all due respect. Because, um, I mean, I think I have more in common to Chris, probably, when it comes to interest for the most yeah. part. But it's just always been like, well... Sam's 80% into this and things that I am, and then we are the same age. Uh, so every time I've come into town, it's been like, hey, man, um, let's hang out. And either you could or you couldn't. Right. But we've had a lot of random adventures. Like, I do remember... Um, well, South by, one of those years, I don't think you South, removed there. South by, um, hanging out with Edward before we hit 6th Street. Like, just a lot of random adventures. Right. And it's just always been like, well, I, I mean, that, that's how it happens. Like at a certain point, acquaintances become friends, right? And, and then through you slash Paco, I met JJ, and JJ Wait, was kind of like a one-off thing where I met him once and then didn't hang out with them again. Yeah, I was about to say like JJ was definitely someone you met through Paco, but I was always like, dude, he's probably one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, I was like, ah, bullshit, and you're right for once. <laughs> he's actually pretty great. And then and, and then Tommy, I met uh, after I moved from Double Toasted. And I felt bad because I felt like I took his job. And he was like, no, if anybody was going to replace me, I wanted it to be you because we had met at the previous anniversary parties. So he gave me the blessing. And after that, I was like, dope. I don't feel bad about this at all. Um, and then we just now lately with him going through a breakup, I'm now his Marco where I'm like, come hang out, come do things. And he's like, oh, man, I got to go do stuff or whatever. But he's a little more. He's like, you know, comes he out when he can. Obligations. Yeah, he got family obligations, or at least right now. I'm not faulting him for that at all. But the real reason why is my number two, the luck of it all. I quit Double Toasted, and I didn't have a job. You helped me with my taxes during that time. That's super lucky that you know how to do taxes. Of course. You got me the fucking job that affords all this bullshit. So thank you for that. That's lucky in its own right, because it would have been, I would have been out of fucking work. And I was only out of work a month because of you. The luck of you like, oh, yeah, we're hiring. I mean, I do think that it's really awesome in the sense of Because I remember the first time the three of us met. We did um, some podcast. I don't even remember what topic it was at this point. Yeah. Feels like summer, I think. Yeah. The first episode. Oh, <laughs> season right. zero. Fuck, that was way. Because you brought him in for a test one. You brought me in for a test one. None of those test ones worked. And then you brought us all in. I got We got to do that Indian in the Cupboard episode again. That shit was great. But anyway. Um. I just remember meeting TJ, and TJ was like, I never met him, never talked to him before. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, is it better to be kind of pragmatic like about life, like in the sense of like working a day job and then chasing your goals, or is it better to do the opposite of chasing your goals? To not do a day job. To not do a day job. And I was like, bro, I 100% think it's better to be pragmatic. And we're the three motherfuckers with jobs right now, and there's a lot of people that were I that I know that are writers, journalists, musicians that right. are just like, oh, like now you don't know when your next paycheck is coming. I went to the dentist two days ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool, and my lights are on. I have too many lights on. What some would say. I went to the dentist two days ago. You know what, how many long it was before I went to the dentist? The six months prior to that, yeah, yeah. probably five years. So. 
Let's just say that I am in a very lucky position. I don't want to harp too much on it, but I guess it was gloating on you guys, so I think you guys let me do it. But uh, no, 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 no. I don't. the idea is, my number two is I'm lucky that I have the friends that I have, and uh, Martin Thomas, Corey, for giving the opportunity. Um, I have a lot of good friends here, and that's what makes it eventually hard to leave, because I'm not going to die in Texas, I know that, mm-hmm. but damn it, a piece of me is here already. So not that's a corona or something to say about yeah. it. God damn it! <laughs> no, I gotta... Um, you! <laughs> I don't... I don't chime in. Um, I'm, uh, you know, it's not my style. I don't chime in a lot. Don't you our, fucking cry our, on our me. friendship. I'm not gonna cry. Fuck okay, that good, bitch. Because <laughs> I'll start talking about my ex and then start crying. <laughs> no, 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 no. I. Um, That's what he did the first time. That's what I did. How do I, how all do, the times. All the times. What are you talking about? Uh, no. Um, there was like a we're like this, a like a Lowe's parking lot one time, like a like a Home Depot home, parking lot because you were changing my tire. Oh yeah, we just talking. Yeah, we're just talking. Uh, I have like three hours that we done fix the tire. Just you, crying. Just cry. <laughs> tearing up go ahead no 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 no. i mean and this bleeds into my number two so we can get to that later but um i mean dog dog uh there's not a there's not a lot of people who i know that i could like or or even vice versa who i know who i like if i if i ask i'm like hey sorry like uh, someone's going to bed good night like like who i i know that who i if i were to ask like hey i need you to do something or i need you to or i need you to um uh pick uh you know pick uh uh, you know, pick me up from the airport at like some god ungodful hour. I can say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's some ungodly hour. Uh um, and then like, you know, what we'll, we'll really, really, really slow. There was one time where um uh, a girl I had been seeing at the time, her car got towed, and I was freaking the fuck out. And 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 I don't freak out in front of a lot of people. And the fact that I was comfortable for number one to freak out, but also how much willing you were to help me out. Even even when I was like, I can fig- like the money part wasn't the freak out, but like I like I can figure it out, I can do something. But I was freaking out just because you know it was unexpected, and right, I didn't right. have a car at the time. Um, and I was like, you know what, you know what? There's not somebody in Austin, Texas, who I know I can rely on, you know, um, to the same extent. So it's, it means a lot. Yeah, well, well, fuck off. It's pay. It, it's paying forward. I'm indebted to you guys. I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> It's a it's a sole financial obligation for all the bullshit I told you guys. You guys have too much on me to not be your friends. Be like, yeah, you know, you cried about this fucking dumb, stupid. This situation is going I, on. Nobody, nobody would care. Uh, I mean, I would hopefully not. When I'll, I get super famous, you guys are gonna sell my stories yeah, to TMZ I, for three hundred dollars. I, re- I really do hope that you take First off. First of all, if I had land. a TMZ story on Johnny Depp, they wouldn't care. Like, it'd be like, oh, he cried when he was twenty. Fuck you. That's what we be- already <laughs> know. It's in the TMZ files. <laughs> if you get famous, TMZ already knows, dog. Fair. <laughs> they probably already have your ex's number and asked her. I don't even have it anymore. <laughs> but no, hey, we. I love your number two, and I get to brag because it's you. Of course, <laughs> fuck yeah, shit, I I'm the greatest shit. Two because I love me. Oh, there's a there's a laundry list comment there. What does it say? I just love the health system in the U.S. We have the best healthcare in the world that most people cannot afford. Just That's completely random. random to what we're talking about, but um, you know hey. who can't afford it? Us three. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> health insurance <laughs> so marco <laughs> what's your number two? Oh man i really want you to go get me like a guinness for this because this is me telling stories do you I've... want a guinness yes please all right well, yeah, all right this yeah can you grab me one too and then a bottle opener is my keys you know what i'm gonna go take a piss because this is and and my number one is kind of cool too but uh i guess less important than that so God damn with the heavy foot. Hey, everybody. We're on a, a nice little break here. Bitch. Why, what? I mentioned it because you talked about going to the dentist. Oh, I forget. I apologize. I don't remember. Oh, why am I cutting to them? There's nobody there. 
But um, yeah, no, well, have a good night, uh, other Mexcellence and uh, fake Mexcellence as I've uh, adorned you. But for those of you now, actually, this would probably be a good time for a nice commercial. Uh, so if you guys are still watching and you haven't donated some bits or anything like that, which you don't have to donate bits, but I'd rather just love to clothe y'all. So go to Mexmerch.com, get yourself some nice things. Look at there's pretty Latina women. There's uh, sweaters and there's uh, me, but not really me. Look at that. You got the Mexcellence logo on some fucking embroidered legging slash slash pants there. Go buy it some stuff. Uh, what else do we got? Got some California stuff here. Oh, and TJ, we also have some other things that doesn't have its own section. Whoa, easy there. That's why we don't have water on that. Uh, what, where'd it go? Where'd it go? I lost it. I lost it. Mexcellence Originals? Nope. I lost it. Well, we have some Texas stuff there too, TJ. So MaxMerch.com. Go and check it out. In Texas, in Tejas. Yep. I made it because I'm a sellout. But Marco, now we're back from our commercial break. So your number two. So these are a series of stories that I don't tell them for the most part because it's you're so unrelatable. It to 13 people on air. They're going to enjoy it. All right. Is this another yeah. one about beating wives in macaroni salad or some I bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. You didn't say no right away. That makes me very upset. No, it's worse. Okay. Oh, um, no, no. This is one of those, like, I don't know what that meme is for the most part, where it's like, sit down, you son of a bitch. You're about to hear a great story. Um, it's a series of that. It's a series of misadventures for the most part, because my number two is just literally surviving war. Fair. Because war is an, uh, it's a series of chance. So uh, I know, I don't know if you have, actually, which is weird for how close you just said we were. Um, but I know TJ has. Have you ever played sports? Yes. Played football for six years. Okay. So you know the, the old saying, football is a game of inches. Like right. One quite inch, you don't quite catch it. Another inch, you just miss completely or whatever. The tackles, whatever. Yeah. War is like that times 10 for the most <laughs> part. So in the sense that, so in the, so the fast part, in the entire year I was deployed, I got into 23 engagements. So that's people shooting at you. Yes. I was, I was like, 23 bitches? Damn! <laughs> Slow the fuck down! So Dan, I proposed, because the sweet, sweet benefits, I proposed to 23 I'm not supposed to survive, baby! I want free college I want for all these bitches. No. <laughs> free kids! So that's 23 battles that I ever got in. Oh, by the way, uh, you started without me. Hey, to, to surviving war. I'll, I'll cheers to that. Yeah, give me some of the egg. Thank you. Boom. And then... um. Most of my engagements were at a thousand meters, which is American for how long? Probably half a mile. Okay. So the difference between dying, because I was usually for the most part, at least for half of them, was the dude in the gunner's chair um, on that big tank thing you talked about. Yes, before. the Matt V in episode zero, <laughs> season zero. Um, the difference between dying and a rocket, feeling the heat of a rocket over my head. At a thousand meters is this and this. <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah, because there's drift, right? Or like yeah, some sort of gravity, I yeah. guess you'd call it. So that's for the most part, for the most engagements, that's one way that I was really lucky for the most part. It's just a game of like between dying and feeling the heat of the rocket is like that. Shit, man. Um two other ways that I got lucky. And these are these are actually my favorite stories for the most part. Well, that's a Matt, that's a different kind of vehicle. Whatever. We need to look up Matt V for the most part. How do you spell it? M A T V. Whatever. <laughs> I am not good at book learning. Go ahead. Um, 
the most common way that people die in um, engagements is yes, that's it. Almost except that it has a crow's nest, so you control the top with a remote control in the bottom. But I was not that lucky. Um, <laughs> is the most common way that most soldiers die is. Uh, loneliness IEDs <laughs> loneliness is that what you said <laughs> I'm sorry last one the, IEDs the, the STDs of local Iraqi women <laughs> I don't know if you die wow but you no. could die hey that's you, a thing IEDs. that happens in all countries you go to because no that's not true in Afghanistan oh the entire time I was deployed I've never I never saw a woman but once oh, and she Jesus. was getting to beat the shit out of her um, for waving at us Ooh. Different yeah, I'm story. not going to ask about that. <laughs> we try and make I'm going to let you tell the stories yeah, that are okay yeah, for yeah, my yeah. ears. Yeah, we try and make it fun, and then it's not. <laughs> so IEDs are the most common way that people die. Improvised explosive devices. Two of the ways that we got really lucky is the two biggest bomb makers in our area blew themselves up. Like the own people? Like the, the enemy combatant bomb makers? Yes. And I'm about to tell those stories because we fi- I had to pick up one of the guts of one and the, pick up the other dude and another one. Wait, now these are your guys or other guys? No, no, he said these are the bad guys that blew themselves up. So he said the reason. So the reason why um, he was so lucky. I'm paying attention, by the way. I'm just like, wait. So the bomb makers are enemy combatants that blew each other up. No, they blew. They blew themselves up. Blew themselves up. And so he had to go pick up the guts of the individual people. Why this one? Because you, we still have to bag them and tag them, bro. That's how it works. Even if they're dissolved for the most part. Confirmed. Yes. Damn. Game mode in Call of Duty. So the there's first a, there's guy a that, mode in Call of Duty collecting guts. So yeah. the first guy that blew himself up, they, it was just a standard mine for the most part, mine operation. So those vehicles are heavy. You already saw what they look like, right? So it was just a matter of digging a hole and putting a mine, and then putting another mine, and then putting another mine, and then looked. He looked at the hole and was like, "One more, I'll do it." Like just to make sure that it would blow up. Oh. So he put the other mine on top of it. And as he put it down, the weight got too heavy, and it blew up the first mine, which blew up all the other mines, which that's the guy that I picked up off the side of the road. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jess, have you heard the story? She's not heard the story. I don't tell these stories because they are not relatable to most people. It sounds like but a that fucking car. damn funny, though. <laughs> and there, that, that was, so what was the enemy combatant? Taliban? Fucking So here's else? the other thing that, a lot of, that makes it really weird. And to this day, I actually still can't keep track of it. Um, By the way, Ultimate Dark Slayer. Holy shit. <laughs> um, it's not as simple as what the news makes it seem. Uh, it's not Taliban versus Al-Qaeda versus... It's not you American go into, versus Redcoats and shit. Yeah, no. You go into a town and then like that village could be communist, what they believe communist is. They could be associated with Al-Qaeda. They could be associated with Taliban. They could be associated with Mojahedin. They could just be associated with a completely different tribe. Right. It doesn't matter. Like, Afghanistan isn't red versus blue. It's 30 Pur- different... Purple versus <laughs> lavender versus fuchsia. <laughs> exactly. It's 30 <laughs> different nations fighting each other. And they're just like, well, we kind of like the Taliban. They charge us the least amount of tax. Damn. Like that's it's not as that's why it's unwinnable. They give us free toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, the other guy that blew himself up, and this is the funnier story for the most part. Which it, the first one was pretty hilarious. <laughs> so he, this, so the the first bomb was mine on top of mine, dig the hole, mm-hmm. and then we drive through it and blow ourselves up. That's what he was hoping for. The second. Now- 
question, just just out of curiosity, would that amount of IEDs be enough to take out that car? Yes. Wait, gotcha. IEDs are the things that go to women, or is it IUDs? IUDs, the thing that goes to women. IEDs. Improvised shows, explosive device. Shows what I know. <laughs> so you put a bunch of those copper T's in there, explodes <laughs> up all the bombs. As the two veterans here, the one in real life war and then the one in COD, we understand. Hey, I'm an Apex legend. Thank you very much. <laughs> Where you can throw cover for your brothers. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't so, allowed to play war games. Leave me alone. I'm out of my element. My dad almost got drafted. He forbid it. Essentially, so that was his luck. So the, I'm pretty sure you've seen enough movies to know about the second kind of IED, which this the other bomb maker was for the most part, which is basically he sets up a bomb, put connects it to a cell phone, and when he calls the cell phone, it's going to blow up. Right. So he set up the bomb, put up the cell phone, and he's walking away from the bomb, and then this he hears the cell phone ring. And he loses his legs. So who called that cell phone? So when we go show up to the scene of the bombing, we go up and we're like, the dude's alive. He just is missing his legs. <laughs> and we're like, uh, put some tourniquets on it. And we're like, hey, man. I can't feel my legs. <laughs> That's because you ain't got none. <laughs> All right, bro. Um, so we, we put tourniquets on his legs. We're waiting for a helicopter to show up. And we're like, hey, man. Um. So what's your plan now at this point in time? And is he he's, speaking English or is he speaking... He's speaking English. The average IED bomber has a master's degree. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Um, so he's like, well, I'm hoping that you fix my legs someday so I can go go back home and kick the shit out of my wife because she's the only person that has that phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Mm. That's rather depressing. That hurt. Ask that got love from Ass Crown. (laughs) Eight three three is Christ. (laughs) Wow. Why did he give her that number? Was that his own personal cell phone number? So what did I? What was one of the first stories that you asked about women STDs? Blah blah. blah. And I was like, the only woman I ever saw was getting the shit beat out of her. So it's actually very common. So here's the thing. No, I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Wait. So did you get him his legs and did he proceed to kick the shit? No, dude. All I know is he's probably chilling in Cuba or whatever that base is right now. For for all I know, if he's alive, he's in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, which sounds like a water park. (laughs) I have to say Guantanamo Bay like a water park announcer. Welcome to Guantanamo Bay. But for the most part, all he knows is that Americans, for the most part, compared to the Russians, which show up and kill the entire village, are very like. Oh, we believe in the rule of law. You're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So he thinks someday he's going to go back to his home. I don't know if that's true. I was in Afghanistan a year. But um, for the most part, I mean, so it's really different, especially because we're also westernized for the most part, mm-hmm. that uh, to understand Af- Afghani culture, because so it's still a female dominated culture in a way, because so let's say... Um, Oh man, I'm, I don't understand my wife. She's giving me so much lip. Your mother-in-law will be like, beat the shit out of your, like, why is she not listening to you? Jesus Christ. So that's where a lot of that culture comes from. So a lot of the, there's a lot of vitriol. So I obviously was not close to that dude. <laughs> Try, he was trying to kill me, but um, y'all, y'all dap afterwards. <laughs> hey, yo, y'all, y'all, kills you. Yo, hey. bitch problems, we understand. Yeah. <laughs> But it's either that, that his wife was like, hey, where are you at? Like, innocent mistake. 
or was just like, this will be funny. I'm tired of this dude beating the shit out of me every day. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope that it's neither. But how? Oh, so she found the number, you think? It's we don't I don't know. These are all know. theories that we've we, when you're in the military <laughs> you've your brain nights on end. When you're in the military, you, so when I was deployed, I spent 18 hours either pulling missions or um in a tower pulling tower guard. And so I deployed in December. Combat didn't start for me until March. Um 18 hours spent with three or four other dudes. Mm-hmm. Within one month, because they thought it would be like, well, Marcos likes Sea Bear a lot. Right. So you guys are going to pull Tower Guard. Within w- two weeks, I had told Sea Bear every story that I've ever experienced up to that point. He had told me every story that he ever experienced in his life. We were literally sitting in the tower making robot noises because <laughs> we were out of ideas. We were right. just like, mm, mm. like we were out of just, ideas. Like literally every story, every joke, everything like that we could have told each other, we had already done. Right. You so, knew each other back and forth. Yeah. So when it comes to stories like that happening down the road, it's like we had nothing to do but think about like, man, so do you think that wife did it on purpose or like, so all I have are theories. All I know is this dude blew himself up. He said he wanted to beat the shit out of his wife because it was the only person that had that number. And then he went into Afghan jail. Can I ask a question? Go for it. And this is, and this is more so of a, of a uh, auxiliary question, and you're more than welcome to save it for offline. Um, so <clears throat> for my timeline of what you've just mentioned in your storytelling, you went to um, you went to uh, into the military after college, correct? Yes. Why? Um, just out of curiosity, because normally no, most no. people go before and then go after. I've always. It's just kind of like a it's a mixture of two or three different ideas. For the most part, it was just like, man, um, the pragmatic part of my brain said this is the only way I'm going to be able to pay for college. Like at that point, it was like I had lost a lot of my scholarships because I was a C grade student. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so this is going to be the only way that I'm going to pay for college. Then the other part of me was like. I kind of need to bleed the tiger in a sense and get a lot of the anger or ener- this energy. Like, cause I mean, for the most part of my life, I feel like I was punk shows pred- can only do so much. <laughs> yes. I do kind of feel like there's a sense of my, so there, this goes back to like a lot of other things. So there's this idea in genetics called the warrior gene, mm-hmm. which is proven to be scientifically accurate, uh, accurate to a yeah. point. So there was a, a family in Norway that was like, we raised, we raised a kid fine. There's no, we never abused him, never put him through anything, but he still went crazy one day and beat the shit out of another kid to the point that he killed him. Damn. And they were like, we have no reason for it. Yeah. And, um, they, the genome project had just finished and they found out he had something called the warrior gene. And what it is is just like you snap, you see red and you want to kill what's in front of you. Right. And I don't know if I have the warrior gene, but I do know that I like, for to an extent, I like violence. And I like fighting. Oh, but say, please don't say you like killing. No, <laughs> I was like, out of nowhere, because I'm gonna have to ask you to leave a little bit. <laughs> we disagree too many times on this podcast for me to have you in here and be like, I love no, me. No, a it's killing. just a sense that like you kind of direct that energy towards a lot of things, and then it also it manifests differently if you don't have something to fight. Yeah, and then it was just kind of like I just kind of need to get this out of my system, and then I did grow a lot. Uh, there was a lot of moral 
Um, I was probably more hardcore liberal than Sam before I joined the, the military. And then I went through it and it was like, it, it actually, of all things, had a very moderating, moderate effect in my life where it was just like, I understand the other side a lot more because obviously when you're in the military, there's a lot more conservatives than there is liberals. Mm-hmm. So, and then, um, did you like pause on school or graduate and then go? Uh, as soon as I finished the military, I went back to Texas Tech. Got you. There yeah. you go. And by the way, Ask Crown says, funniest IED story I've ever heard. Been in several convoy related IEDs while in Iraq, so this story feels good. <laughs> Thanks, Marcos. <laughs> From Ask Crown. <laughs> That's your number That's two. Fascinating. Oh, really? Oh, really? I've never, like, I'd, I'd love to go up to my admissions house and be like, hey, guys, I'm going to need to withdraw temporarily. Why? I'm going to war. Well, I, yes. I'm going to <laughs> fight the wars. All of them. Well, I didn't know where I was going at that time because when I joined in 08, it was, we were still in Iraq. And then it was really weird because Obama was being elected at that point. Yep. And one of that, it's actually something one of my friends that voted for Obama was really grateful for, uh, because he was one of the few liberals in the army was like, Hey man, he said he'd put an end to stop loss and he did. There it is. And I saw a movie about stop loss called Stop Loss where a guy got <laughs> domed and I was like, Oh, that's awful. And then they had to go tell his mom that his son got domed. So. Let's I never saw us. that movie. Yeah, it was. It's a movie. So the, the all, MTV our, made. all military contracts are eight years long. It's just up to you, you how long you actually want to be in. So let's say you sign up for three years. That's five years of um, active reserve, where it's just like, hey man, we're still at war. Your three year contract is now four years. And I actually joined up for six years because I was like, well, then I just go into reserve reserve where they're only going to call me if World War Three starts. Um, and then Obama, one year into being elected, was like, "No, that's not a thing. Stop loss is over." Yeah, and then World War Three almost happened this year, but it was already too late. It was already done. They wouldn't call me back. I'm too. Uh, my overall contract ended in 2016. There you go. And so you were there. So you were there for six years. Yeah. And you're like, "Fuck, (laughs) damn it!" I feel kind of weird about the fact that you're like, "Yeah, I just picked up guts." Like, that's just like a thing that you've either processed and been done with. That's like something where it's like, oh, in video games, yeah, guts everywhere. But then in real life, it's like. There's no video game level where I know that you pick up guts for the oh, most Oh, no, part. but like people get like blown. They're, you know, video games are graphic, right? But like not as graphic as I got to pick up guts and put it in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I it's the smell lock. that you underestimate, right? I got I to ziplock yeah. these. Yeah. I got to. Yeah. You know what that smells like? I don't know what it's that smells iron. like. For the most part, it's actually. Pretty easy for them. So video uh, video games are actually affecting the military in a weird way. And I knew this was going to affect it. So uh, new scopes on the military are just a red dot in the middle. So it looks like you're playing a video game. Yeah. And then apparently like uh, at a certain point, like when Call of Duty was all the rage kind of in kind of Tony, your era, essentially kids were coming in with more knowledge of strategy and kind of like flanking maneuvering I, type I of never, things. I never heard that. There idea, was, but there I do was a small resort, uh, resort uh, report that's saying like <laughs> kids were coming in with just slightly more knowledge than the people before because of video games. Like TJ. TJ knows how to flank. Mm-hmm. Not in real life. <laughs> I just, I mean, but no, but you know that conceptually, if you had to go like, oh, we're going to flank this, you kind of knew what you I mean. I think, I guess maybe terms, like like yeah. terminology, right? You know, that, I only not knew so that foreign. from medieval warfare. But that's like knowing the difference between like a, like, you know, frag and a syntax. Like yeah. Like that. Well, that's your number two. Mm-hmm. TJ, what is your number two? 
Um, not war. <laughs> I, I had a girl kiss me once. It's nice. No, that's not lucky. Um, <clears throat> that's on purpose. That's it's just, lucky for me. Leave me alone. Right? Uh, no, I think my number two, which is where it, y'all, I mean, y'all guys get to bleed in as well. Um, it's honestly just been, you know, um, moving to Austin. Well, I would assume that's on purpose, unless what well, was the lucky part of that? Um, I mean, this goes back to, you know, even picking my school. Like, I, I feel like the way that I ended up here and just everything has panned out has been an o- overall luckful experience. Really, my roadmap of here, right? You know, if you've noticed, my, my story was moving to Wiley, um, going to UT, um, getting the job I have. And all of that has culminated, you know, all those lucky things have culminated into me being in Austin. Right. Um, and so, you know, really the trigger of that is just the most lucky thing I could have had. <laughs> Was because I've met some of the most incredible people I could have had. Um, and y'all guys are there. So um, we're higher than those other homies. Fuck you, other homies. They're just as high. Don't worry. Um, I don't rank my not. friends. Uh, um, I, I've, I've had some of the best opportunities I've had. I've had my, you know, my first real, you know, first real fall in love moment. My first heartbreak. My. What are you talking about? You never had a girlfriend. Or, nor were in love. You're right, actually. Yeah, be a man. <laughs> no, 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 no. My first, my first, you know, my first falling for somebody, my first real heartbreak, my first, uh, first catfish, I imagine. Very first kiss, oh, first catfish. First kiss ever or an awesome? First kiss. Wait, an ever? Uh huh. Whoa. It's a different story. Uh, no, it's okay. I got mine in college. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> mine was in college. Next February. Wait, what? <laughs> No, we'll talk about first kisses. If I oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Ooh, best first, top five, top ki- five, no, first top kiss. five kisses. Oh, that's a good one. That would be a good. <laughs> that would be a good one. That'd Next year, folks. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm make sure to text him for permission. Um, so you gotta, I'm you getting. I don't give a shit. Right. Uh, but no, like, I think everything about Austin, Texas has really just panned out. Like, I feel like, like, I just find, like, new look, like, um, you know, finding out Double Toast was in Austin. I, like, I'd been listening to Spell for Years. I just actually never clicked that it was in Austin, right? Right. Like, you know, stuff like that. And just being able to have the encounters I have, I really feel like just being here, um, just landing here, just all the things that have added to me being here is the ultimate lucky scenario I could have had. And then, you know, I'm just, it's wonderful. That's great, man. Real, keep it real succinct. Succinct. Well, mine's actually kind of, Succinct as well, even though it's my number one. You're doing your number two? Yeah. All right. Well, my number one is war. <laughs> is war. I'm the lucky war happened. <laughs> no. My number one lucky thing, and this is this is how I'm gonna start it, because this is the most butterfly effect shit in in probably my existence. My number one, I am lucky that my brother is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain. So, I kind of know where this is going, but that's hilarious. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Because my brother being weird kind of encompasses a lot of different things. One, he's my older brother. Love my older brother. Time out, for the record. We'll get to the questions afterwards. We're just about done here. We'll do a couple questions, and then we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I see the questions in the chat. Just want to make sure you guys aren't ignored. My number one, my brother is weird. Never had questions. Yeah, for you, not for me, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so... One, he's my older brother. He's got me by six years. He's born in 84. I'm 1990. Um, he had a different experience than I had growing up. Um, he was born, uh, shit, six years, five years after my oldest sister. And then less than a year later, my other sister was born. So he never had his first birthday. He never had a birthday alone other than the day he was born. So he kind of lived a life where he was a little more recluse and kind of his own. And that kind of, upbringing you get into your own habits you, you become a different person than what your folks are i'm very much like my dad because i spent a lot of time with my dad 
he, my dad was working when he was growing up, so he didn't spend that kind of time. So he made his own fun, had his own interests. He's real into history. He's really, he got into comic books. He got into anime for a little bit. So he kind of developed all of these skill sets and all this kind of his own habits that were contrary to anything that my dad had. Um, my, my dad likes football, but he didn't like football like I do. If you kind of get the mirror I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. What that ended up kind of manifesting in was about, I'm about 16, 17. He's in college already. And he's like, man, you know, I go on this website and I, you know, I go visit him in college at San Jose State. And I'm looking at this website and I'm like, that looks kind of weird. There's a lot of images going on. This really nasty teal and not teal. I'm sorry. Uh, kind of pink beige colored with red links. And I'm like, that looks kind of creepy. What the fuck is that? And I look at the, the image board and it's fucking 4chan. And so this was 4chan when it was like still weird and not so uh, crazy, you know, not not so like, oh, who is this 4chan? The, the anonymous. That shit wasn't existing yet. So I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, don't go on that website. I'm 16. I'm like, I'm going to go on that website. So I, I have that portion of my life that's now done. But while he was that on explains it. explains so much about you, why you were angry going into college. I wasn't a regular. Let's put it that way. I wasn't like, yeah, I didn't live there, but I went for images and memes and jokes and stuff. Um, so he, she goes, I know where this is going. It's so predictable. Oh, Sam, we know. I don't know. But it's going to get to a very common point in my life. But here's what it was. He was on Fortune. where it was going at first. Where do you now. think it was? Go well, on. I'm grateful that my brother got me into cool things. No. Ooh. I mean, that's part of it. That's ancillary to the main point. He's on 4chan and he's like, huh? Yeah, there's this website. Yeah, they re- they review movies. Now we're getting to the easy part. They review movies and they don't use like a rating system. They use like, you know, uh, some old bullshit for something bad and uh, matinee for something okay and better than sex for really great things. So then he started watching Spill. So he started watching Spill very early, like 07 when they first started. And then he said he then showed me that. And let's see if I can find it. Um Fucking mm-hmm. uh, spill. Bro, I'm just throwing a dart. I think my first review for from them was Transformers. Right, and so I'm getting to my first review. I don't really remember if that's what it was. I just remember it randomly getting there and then never leaving. Well, let me well let me kind of paint the picture. So he shows me Dead Silence and Never Back Down. Both of those ones there. So let me jump in here. And this town has been plagued by fucking death hated this movie. Since. I went. So someone sent us our own little dummy <laughs> over here. Oh no. Yeah, I think it's like some it's, promotion thing. It's Popo the yeah, killer no, dummy. I, I think his name is Popo. Popo? <laughs> yeah. Why Popo? I don't know. I like Popo. Yeah, I bet you do like Popo. Well, anyway, you leave your little ass over there. Damn, Not that I'm scared this of again anything. And meeting Tony <laughs> is like weird. Right. And so, hold on, I need to get over here to the point. Agony and pain. No, no. <laughs> it's not... just automatically kill over. <laughs> this guy, uh, the movie starts out with his God damn it, where is it? I off, need so to find the part that, oh, here it is. A dummy's eyeballs going side to side, scare you. Because that's <laughs> all the... You're afraid of miniature tuxes? It's the director of Saw. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. So, anyway, he shows me this review. He shows me Never Back Down because yeah. he watched it from it. And I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. And so I start watching and I start getting into it and I'm like, yeah, this is really funny stuff. And I get real deep. I get further into it than he does even. And I'm listening every week. I'm listening to podcasts. Let's do this religiously. And then it ends. Spill is no more. And I'm like, fuck, what happens now? <laughs> like everybody else was. Double toast comes up. And then I get the bright idea. Well, if they could do podcasting, I can do podcasting. I developed the excellence in the summer of 2014. 
I didn't and know it was that that new. What? I thought in the max sense was something you were doing from like 2012 or 2014. Older. 2014. And the space between Spill being dead and Spill coming back was when I would develop the website. Me and me and Spill started on the same day, July July 1st. I actually was up before, uh, but they they were a little late on theirs. But July 1st. Uh, and then on that day, I, I stayed up all night to finish the website. I launched our first podcast and then I drove to Austin to go to the launch party for Double Toasted. And the rest is fucking history. And the idea is my, by my brother being fucking weird, being on 4chan, he would have never found Spill, would have never introduced it to me, would have never given me the idea to come up with this website, would have never given me the idea to start the website, would have never given me the idea to go visit Austin, would have never given me the idea to fucking move to Austin for all this good shit to happen, okay. for this to happen. So in a weird way, he actually kind of acknowledged it a couple years ago when I decided to move. He's like, I feel like I'm responsible for this in some sort of way. And he entirely is. But that weird just stroke of luck that he was on 4chan where things are refreshing a, a mile a minute, found this website, liked the website, showed it to his stupid little brother, and then his stupid little brother trying to make a somewhat career out of it. That's about as lucky as you can get in terms of the scope of life, you know, and and being able to achieve those things and wanting to achieve those things, you know, using the degree I have to pursue something that I love and would like to do. That's fucking that's luck if I could define it by any means, you know, because it had nothing to do with me. It was completely removed for me. I could have done a lot of different things. I didn't know what the fuck to do with myself after college or after high school. So the fact that roughly around that 08, 09, I started picking it up. I go, yeah, there's something here valuable that you can learn and do. So my number one, I'm lucky that my brother's fucking weird, <laughs> but in the best way possible. He's not, he's a normal dude, but like his tastes are weird. He likes interesting things. And now the things that he used to like weren't so popular now are the mainstream shit. So I guess he's lucky in that way too. But now he hates Star Wars. <laughs> he used to love Star Wars. And he's I like, mean, it's not for me anymore. I, I understand that. I used to love Star Wars. Now Everyone. six out of like eight movies are bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like less Star Wars than I like more Star Wars at this point. And uh, other excellence is like, or fake excellence is like, I called it. It's the same old story bullshit. You're about to get blocked. So you can't talk. <laughs> you were cool and you're going to get blocked. But, and she called you JJ. So she doesn't like you. She and knows then, the difference. Just uh, be nice. And we can't. We can't block our haters. We got to be better than that. My yeah, but number you know one. her. <laughs> My number one. Your number one. I like your number one. It Thank is a good you. number one. I, good. I, that If I change your brother to Edward, that's a good honorable mention for me. Oh, Edward got you into weird shit? No, Edward got me into Spill. Oh, there you go. He showed me the Transformers review, whatever I watched. Uh, I don't know if it was exactly the Transformers, but he did it first. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number one is, like I said, luck is all about numbers and logic and all this other stuff. So we're all just random genetic material is how you I would like to see it for the most part. Right. And if reincarnation doesn't exist and this isn't the present, like in the sense this will always be the present, uh-huh. then we're really immensely lucky in the sense that humans have existed for two million years or however you want to see it for right. the most part. And for the most... Of history, probably up until the 1920s, the average age was 35 and you die. Yeah. So we'd already be at the end of our life cycle. We would have already worked so (laughs) hard since our childhood that we would have no more life force in us. Exactly. So we, we are so lucky to be born in this time where, A, we don't need to work that hard. 
We can work from home. <laughs> I am. You know, I want to eat food made in the magical lands of the Orient. I could eat it. If I want to eat oxtail made from Jamaican spices, if I want to eat Mexican food, all I got to do is wake up tomorrow and drive to that restaurant. I mean, barring coronavirus doesn't shut them down. <laughs> right. Um, we are literally so lucky that we are. Tr- you are trying to make a living just talking. That's yeah. all we're doing. Right, which is a long stretch from fucking farm working that my grandfather did. A generation in between. If, you, if I was to follow your bloodline genetically, you farm worked until probably the Aztecs existed. And then if you were lucky enough to be an Aztec, that means you were sacrificing other people. No, we were, well, that's the thing. We, yeah, so the Aztec part, and this is, I want to go back to that uh, warrior gene. Um, yeah. I don't have that like you do, but I, I know what you're talking about. Um, I explained it like this. My name is Visigoth. Yes. Yeah. Do you have I told you the definition know, of my name? I know what the Visigoths are. But my definition of my name, my my name means battle elf. Yeah. Visigoth. Gundis elf is son of the battle elf. So me being six four, I'm mostly, and I don't claim it, but I'm mostly Spanish, which means that my people, half of me, came from overseas, murdered a bunch of people, raped their women, also a warrior tribe. And then made extra warriors again. Like so, just, what I'm hearing is that you're not true Mexican. <laughs> no, that's exactly what true Mexican <laughs> is. Spanish. No, that's what true Mexican is. We're mestizos. That's what they call mestizo, mixed race. You can't have a Mexican uh, Aztec and a Spaniard make a Mexican. If people are like, oh, I'm Spaniard. Fuck you. You're Aztec as well. So half of me is ripping out the hearts and kicking people down fucking pyramids. The other half of me is spreading disease and killing people with steel and armor. What do you get when you mix those two? Fucking. Uh, animals beasts of people people that can work harder than you've ever seen people that can party harder than you've ever looked at you know you got to put that's that a, energy that's somewhere a random stat to throw out there but i no, get but it you gotta I, put get, that I get i get it spoils of war how many times how hard did they party after they survived fucking warfare i mean my overall logic is that we just exist in this time where it's just like can i eat anything that exists in the world i can't also there's african in there but we're talking about the moors going into spain mixing with them i She's trying to clarify, but no, I, I, get, I get her. I get it. But for the most part, it's just we're really lucky. We live in an age where. Um, hey, TJ, even- you want to go back in time ever? No. <laughs> just <laughs> checking. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Like there's almost no period in history that's as good as now. Like you're going to die of cholera if you go back even 300 years. Like my die coronavirus. <laughs> Corona might have been a thing. Hey, yeah. Coronavirus is a product of modern farming for the most part. Probably. No, no. Is There's no probably about it. I thought it was bats. So those orientals eating bats. Sorry. But you, you know how they, they put those bats in a cage with chicken shitting on top of them for the most part. Yeah. Like it literally breeds disease. The, the last two things were... Uh, bird, chi- bird flu, which came from chicken coops, and H1N1, which came from pig farms. Like the fact that coronavirus is for all the things that it's doing, it's like, oh, but it's not the black plague that's gonna wipe out. That's a- guaranteed. <laughs> we have the means of medicine to recover and to heal somewhat. It's not tuberculosis that's gonna make your nose fall off and you're gonna die in a really painful way. Yeah, <laughs> just go somewhere dry <laughs> and hope for the best. <laughs> Like, we're really even lucky in this day and age. Like, at best, we get scares once in a while. That's like, oh, man, Iran has might have nuclear weapons. That's it. That's the, the worst. 
that we get to in <laughs> I mean, this game. It's not like the Huns invading because we can actually the Huns are real people with an actual line. A nuke is pretty extreme. Genghis Khan, in the sense of like historical significance, rode into Austin and killed ninety percent of the population and insulted the earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we're pretty lucky in this day and age that it's like. Now the Hun is a really uh, Genghis Grill is a place where I can just get a, a cool teriyaki bowl. Right, <laughs> that's true. Right, it's pretty tasty. So number your number one is Huns not existing. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that's your number one. Lucky just being alive l- in this era, being alive in modern times. Right. TJ, what is his very sleepy? It is a little bit later than we usually go. Your sleepy number one. Um, last year around, uh, no, two years ago, around, I want to say September, October, no, shit. You don't even remember your number one. I'm just buying time for you to remember. No, I want to make sure, um, uh, because, yeah, no, it would be, it would be last year. Let me double check. Is the timeline a thousand percent necessary? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Um, but long story short, I um get a call. Um, he's actually going through his phone records. This is how few calls he gets. Um, I mean, he ignores <laughs> mine. He he somehow <laughs> deletes my call logs. It just doesn't doesn't even apply. Yeah, it was um, it was two years ago. Uh, two years ago, I, um, so my dad, he, uh, he used to, um, live in, uh, well, he still does, but, you know, we, we, I haven't seen him in a hot minute. I got to see him for the first time in eight years in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I had just seen him, um, back in the summer of 2018. And then I get a call in September that, uh, from him that he says he's in the hospital for something and um what happened was basically he had an open artery that was in his colon that had him bleeding out damn and um he uh there was like four different times and that he could have died during that process um my number one is the fact that he's all good and that worked out um, I don't know if how close you guys have ever been to losing a parent, but mm-hmm. it's not a blast. But I think the scariest part is dealing with old ethnic father. He's not going to call you until it's fucking too late, right? Right. Well, he was going. He was going through all abouts not to let me know, right? <clears throat> and just a full disclosure, uh, I don't open up ever. Uh, you really don't. I don't. He so. dated a girl for four years and was like, "We're not dating." Still not. Uh, well, yeah, because you broke up with her. <laughs> uh, we weren't dating. <laughs> you were just fucking a lot and going on dates and stuff. <laughs> okay, technically we were dating. Not not my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> for four years. Really not. Um, no titles. Um, but TLDR, uh, basically, had he not, because he um, had he not passed out where he did and he not been at work whenever it happened he would not have survived yeah had he um there's just a lot of qualifications that are really you know luck god whatever you want to go with um just a lot of really fortunate circumstances that led to his uh his success in getting through and he still suffers and not still suffers but there's foods he can't eat 
he didn't have to he doesn't have to wear a bag on his stomach for like a colonoscopy or anything yeah he just he just had to have part of his colon removed and um and so it was scary um mainly because you know we had um i remember like we had just seen each other and um and I actually have the photos here of this is when, and I scrolled back, and this is when, you know, we'd seen each other. You want to put it up to the screen? Not really. Okay. Um, so this is when we had seen each other, and then not even a month after that, and that's what he had to get removed from the stomach. Oh, my God. Um, and I wish I, I mean, it's, I could joke about it, but that's a lot of meat um, that's not in his body. That looks like a spine. Basically. I know it's not, but. And he went from this. You know, looking fairly healthy to, you know, um, this in a month, you know. Um, Damn, man. And, uh, Shit. and fucking his pride took forever to chip down to being like, hey, all right, look, if you don't want me to come see you, because he doesn't, he doesn't want, he doesn't want anybody to be there whenever mm-hmm. he's being real weak. And I was just going to do it anyway. Um, long story short, it all worked out. He's all good and he's just as arrogant and, and being, um, and being, being an overall uh almost sometimes dick but hilarious person uh, and i wonder where you get that from oh my gosh no i tell people all the time if you think i um <laughs> if you think you, i'm bad if you think i'm bad you never know uh but no he's um you know it's just uh my number one was that he made it out and uh and, and i hope no one else go through a scare like that you know i know i know too many instances where it doesn't end out on the positive note right, right. um and and you know and and the thing is like you know i've always had a little bit more solidity with kind of if something were to happen to my mom mainly because i know while she lives alone she works in a hospital yeah and so like nine times like the real off chance of something happening, she's going to be in one of the best hospitals in that city to get taken care of, right? But my dad doesn't, and he doesn't have anybody who's really close by, who lives close by him. Um, him and my brother, uh, didn't get along until that point, in mm-hmm. which case my brother sucked up his own pride and it kind of worked out. And so it's been good. It's been yeah. cool. No. But my number one is the survival of my father. And I'm yeah. super happy he's around. I really wish he would have gone first. This is like, <laughs> I gotta bring this back from something I'm very happy about. Don't get me wrong, but damn. That's a rough story, man. Yeah. It's Can a, you get any more IED stories to bring us up? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I had my dad. Uh, he had a 98% blockage of one of his arteries. Uh, the blood flow is about the size of a pencil lead. And he had to get an emergency stint put in. And he's fine. But, like, yeah. Talk about the pride. He went from being immortal to, like, I'm human. That's a weird shift to see in somebody you know, it's man. It's a weird shift to see. And it's something that I don't think that they are comfortable with or ever will be comfortable with. Right? You know? he, My dad's made peace with it. He's a lot. He's more grandpa now. You know, when people say like, "Oh, your grandmother's nice now," but she was mean to me when you were, when we were growing up. My dad has made that switch now. See, he's always been a great dude, but like he used to have like this fire and the anger I have, right? And after that, he's just like, "I got nothing to be mad about. I could fucking died." My dad's super mellow um, yeah. right now, um, and he hasn't hit he hasn't hit grandpa stage yet because you know I don't have kids and my uh, older brother doesn't have yet. Kids. Yet, uh, pull out but, game week. Come on, TJ. Oh, shut Isn't up. What? Strong? strong, dog. No, you must impregnate the, ch- the children. No, impregnate no. four children for I'm, the children. I'm, I'm good, but uh, the fact that that all worked out, it's super cool. And you could afford it. Um, and I, you know what? That's the sad part, technically. Like, if I were to knock somebody up, I'm in a tax bracket, yeah, but I can, you but know I don't want to. Yeah, that's what I told Marco. I was like, if I get someone pregnant, 
I can't just dip. That's not on. That's on purpose at this point. Like, you, I'm gonna be 30 in in a little yeah, bit, gonna, and it's gonna be like, yeah, you can't just have a kid and be like, oh, it was a mistake. There's no mistakes. Yeah, you know the game. Yes, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna show up and play fucking play catch and shit. <laughs> be upset, but no. Uh, yeah, my number one. Super happy about it. Uh, normally, you can't ever tell when something's wrong in my life, and so, uh, um, but it was it was pretty rough. Yeah, and and I know you talked to me about it a little bit, so hopefully the little bit of solace I provided for you, for you not telling anybody the same way he didn't tell you, I hope you found a little solace in that. Oh, I'm Gucci. Oh, it's I, cool. We, we, we cool. No, but I like how you're like, hey, I don't tell anybody about my life. My dad never told me about his heart attack. <laughs> like, huh. Hmm. Yeah, like, like literally, hmm. my, uh, what is it? My, um, um, some I, don't, the, I don't find out about my parents' problems until it's end game yeah, for the I'm most like, part. Yeah, me too. I'm the baby of the family. I get it at least. But yeah. then on the inverse, like, you know, I, uh, one of my colleagues were like, whenever I was explaining, uh, whenever I was explaining a little bit about this as well, um, some of the people from Wiley, they were like, if anybody were to not tell us they were in the hospital, it would be you. And I was like, well, damn, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God. Yeah, I'd be telling everybody. Like, I, I would have you drive me to the hospital, honestly. Actually, probably. Like, I gotta go to the hospital. I'm like, what time? Actually, probably be him because he's closest. He's close, yeah. yeah, I would be mad. <laughs> Is it Marco's closer? No, I'd, I'd, I'd call you at four in the morning like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I know you're working. Can you pick me up from the hospital? <laughs> I think that's what gets me the most. Like, like the thing is, like, he, he knows if he texts me early in the morning, I'm up. <laughs> so, that is true. Like, if it's, like, in the middle of the day, I probably have less of a le- less of a chance of texting back than in the morning. All right. Well, you know um, what, everybody? That is our, our top five luckiest moments. And so, as of right now, we don't have much to go off of. It's uh, the Ides of March is today, I think. And then tomorrow, the next day is going to be uh Fuck, I missed that Pat- poop on. Tricks did which one? Half price books was doing half price on their half price books, so it was so quarter, quarter price, price books. <laughs> we got our St. Patrick's Day celebrations going on. So, what questions? Eventually. And then, we oh, yeah, the last but, most read cons. Oh, no, well, I want to do that uh, after we just close out this section of the okay, show, gotcha. but um. Anyway, folks, thank you for watching. If you have suggestions about the podcast or for the podcast, any top fives you want to see, you can reach us on SoundCloud. You can reach us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can reach us on Google Podcasts. You can reach us on Stitcher. You can reach us on Twitch. And eventually, uh, now that I got this whole setup ready, on YouTube once again. So I want you guys to be able to reach out to me before we answer questions. And you can find me, Sammy Gonzalez Mex. On Facebook, the underscore Mexcellence on all forms of social media. And for those podcasting bits, you can find us on the Mexcellence podcast. That's T-H-E-M-E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C-E podcast on all of your podcasting media. Marco, where can they find you? All they got to do is type JL Marco 62 into anything. Snapchat, Words with Friends, Facebook. I'm going to appear and uh, I'm not going to say no. Are you sure? I mean, as long as I'm so I do do kind of a probing of like, hey, man, are you a real person? You're not a bot. And then that's it. That's all you got to do is be like, yo, I'm I I'm real. So as long as you're real, <laughs> Marco will be your friend. TJ, where can they find you? How'd you on Facebook at Taylor Minots on Instagram at TJ Mana. If you can't find me there, then I'm nowhere. Are you anywhere, really? Honestly, if you're a girl, I'm in your dreams. Goddamn right he is. If so and then if I'm a guy, I'm your nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you were in one of my dreams. We helped a person out of a burning car. 
Oh, cool. It was kind of weird. It was we just... lift the Camry or something? Yeah, kind of. It was really weird. <laughs> like, like you did the lifting, I did the pulling of the person out of the wreckage. That it sounds kind of hundred percent accurate. Yeah, that would have happened. It was a weird dream, <laughs> man. I do the harder shit. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, lift the entire fucking car. I'll get the dead body or the You'd live body. In, in his own dream, he would have made him the hero. Yeah, like he didn't even try. No, I try. I saved the person. I just knew where my skill set was. <laughs> Marco, lift the car. I gotta wait. I, mean, I helped a little bit. Like he didn't just like hulk it above him his head. My dreams are. Su- I can. I can uh, lucid dream about sixty percent of the time. So like that was one of the ones where I just remembered. But I was like, I am not an active participant in this dream because <laughs> else I would have saved that person and flown away. But uh, anyway. I don't usually lucid dream mainly because uh, you know I don't dream at all. You don't dream at all? No, yeah. I'm getting it. I dream. I've been dreaming a lot. Scientifically, everybody dreams every night, but I don't remember most of my dreams. I'll remember the weird ones. I have a lot of terrorist ones. Anyway. Let's get to the questions. Yeah, I have uh, planes falling out of the sky. It was a recurring theme for a long time. Uh, I'll have elaborate theme parks where terrorist attacks just fucking happen. That one's weird. But the theme parks are so fucking cool up until that point. But then I know since I'm somewhat lucid, I'm like, oh, bam, something explodes. I'm like, okay, is my family good? Okay, this is a dream. Fuck, I wanted to go on the rides and never happens. But you know what? We're not talking about my weird dreams. We're talking about questions. So let's take a look at the questions that were uh, from the beginning. So this is all from 833. At least one of them. Uh, y'all hype for the Transformers animated series coming to Netflix? No. Don't give a shit. I don't watch cartoons anymore. I imagine it looks cool. I watch the fuck out of cartoons, but no, not that one. Yeah. Uh, Transformers missed you, right? So Because um, Beast Wars caught me. I hated the animation in Beast Wars. It I couldn't tell. It was more a matter of... Uh, I really liked Optimus Prime because he was an 18-wheeler. And my dad was a truck driver. <laughs> So and it's his just voice dumb. is amazing. <laughs> I liked his voice. Autobots that roll out. But I mean, I don't have a lot of the memorable. Like I don't remember the movies and shit like that. For Mine were part. Beast Wars. I mean, Transformers. I knew because my brother. But then Beast Wars was where it's fucking at. I had every Beast Wars toy. But yeah, uh, and you guys. I mean, even with anime, I don't watch cartoons anymore. I don't seek them out unless there's something really exceptional. I mean, I watch animated movies and stuff like that. I'm not above that. But I like, think Adventure Time was the last one. Yeah. Are you guys hyped for the new Doom Eternal game? Um, well, now that I have to stay home, yeah. <laughs> I don't play Doom, but th- apparently Doom. this shit has like orchestral metal music. That's all original. Shit's well, supposed to be amazing. Too. This one's like the next level. So, um, it's not the music that's gonna make me play a game, but for the most part, it's Sean actually sold me by, hey man, he has a sword, and I was like, all right. <laughs> Melee weapons. All right, Marco, this one's for you. Uh, well, the music can sell me in a oh, game. Persona Five. Uh, the gameplay's great, but the music oh, takes it to the next level. For me. I think we should make Sam play Persona Five. I kind of want to after the way you guys talk about it. It's really good. You guys have it for PS4. It's stylish. Yeah, let's do it one of these days. So, next question though: Did you ever think about quitting the army while in the middle of the process? There's no quitting the army. No dishonorable discharge. No, like that, AWOL. <laughs> you can run away from the army. The AWOL is a thing, but you there's no quitting the army. There's no it's like a contract. Yeah, like you can't get out of it. Like there's no there, you're in or you're like that's it. Like I, you definitely think about like man, suicide feels about nice, right? It feels really nice. About I was gonna <laughs> apply that, but you so you did feel that in the middle of some of that shit it's, that you got put through. It's so. It's like a dissociated thing more so no, than... No, so my friend... It's really dark to think about for the most part, but my friend Jeremy is actually kind of a lot like me, But and you didn't meet him. You didn't come with us to New Orleans. Um, 
but he's always like suicide is kind of comforting in certain ways in certain instances where it's just like you can think about it once in a while it's like or i could be dead yeah no, um <laughs> let's just put it in the perspective or, uh, in a way that's very vague but uh, i was familiar with somebody who felt that way about it and i saw that side of it where there was a kind of a dark comfort in it and so it's like huh i see it i don't necessarily like it but i see it <laughs> i mean that's as but that's just my as brain right? healthy as you can get in that in that sense because uh there's a certain point where the military literally became kind of a prison sentence was yeah. literally being sent here to fort hood because it's like oh i had a lot of fun doing that deployment thing and i learned a lot and got a lot of growth but it was the opposite of a video game, which is how I live life for the most part. <laughs> right. Where it was like, oh, but now I got to do this repetitive side quest over and over again because I'm never going to get to deploy ever again. Damn. In fact, the unit that I got sent to here at Fort Hood was the first unit in the entire military after I got out. They got sent women because they knew they would never deploy. Right. That's fucking What the crazy. hell did you do all day? Um, We cleaned the shit out of cars. We clean the shit out of the motor pool, and then we train like we would someday go to. It's basically the National Guard on repeat, and it was. It I hated it. All right. Well, last question because it's about a three-hour podcast. <laughs> How do you guys feel about Naughty Dog Crunch having staff getting hospitalized for overtime, which they don't get paid for? Well, I'll start with that one. I, um, my dad <laughs> and his former job was a union organizer. I'm all I'm pro union and people get mad about that. But if we had a union at my job, I'd be a part of it. I'd advocate for it. I have a Cesar Chavez poster just off the camera right here. So, um, yeah, I fucking hate it. Pay your fucking workers. Have a sustainable model where you can do that. Um, up the price of fucking video games. If video games are a hundred dollars a piece, then fuck it. Completely different because it has nothing to do with anything in this topic. But it's my favorite like meme that I've seen about this coronavirus. Is that Zion Williams or whatever the fuck? Zion Williams. Yeah. He's paying all the people Concession that work people in the, in the stadium. Yeah. Like he's paying them, I think their salary for two months or three months or something like that. Yeah. At least the end of the month for sure. A month. Yeah. And it was somebody on top of that tweet said, millionaires doing what billionaires won't. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, Walmart's the biggest fucking uh, user of welfare in the fucking country. So just for underpaying their workers. But um, yeah, I mean, the thing is that there's a certain aspect and I see shitty aspects and positive aspects to where if you're working on something like Naughty Dog, like you're doing it for love of the game at a certain point. That's why I didn't go into no matter how much I love music and had a little bit of angling. I didn't work for any of the um production or promoters here in the austin because it's like i looked at their resume i looked them up on indie and i was like oh ten dollars an hour fuck you i'll make more i'll make more working at bucky's yeah I mean, it's the same reason why i never i mean i've always wanted to work in uh, some sort of gaming facet and i said absolutely not so to sponsor these guys and their <laughs> abandonment of their dreams, donate to the Twitch and I'll give them some money maybe one of these days. Or just donate, subscribe, buy a we shirt. We take dinners for things. the next year or so. No, or well, paper. I got you for the next little bit. Yeah, you get toilet paper. No, uh, that's fine. No, but if you, and if you don't want to support that way, um, you can also go to mexmerch.com. Mexmerch.com has all these things. New designs coming soon. Hey, women who are watching, you get t-shirts too. Uh, you got some snapbacks and beanies. You What's will up? never have to. Oh, Sammy, let me. I'll throw this out there. You will never have to pay me a day on this podcast, a day in your life, if you ever are managed to bring any of those excellence models in here. I 
We'll He's try. Be fat dude. I how about how about, no, the, how about this girl? How about thick thick girl deluxe? I like that. She's cute. No, no. I don't think I even know a girl that looks like that. Really, for the most part. Come on, man. I want. She's got the leggings. The Hispanic one. Oh, you like that oh, one? That girl? One specific. That girl? Yeah. You want that girl? That girl's There's pretty. a reason why she's on the front cover. <laughs> she's pretty. Because I would have it. But anyway, we're not talking about what I would have in the fictional stock models of the world. We're talking about getting the hell out of here. So thank you, everybody, for watching a three-hour show. Not like this usually, but... Well, we Not got with three people. Either. We are lucky. Let's just put it that way. We are all very lucky. So thank you for watching. Thank you for joining us. We had a lot of viewership this time around. Yeah. A good start to season 10, one. 11? Uh, we're at 15 now, but we've yeah. gone back up to 1725. So thank everybody for watching. Uh, I want to make sure that if you guys want to donate bits, go ahead and donate bits, do all those things. But otherwise, follow us where you saw us. And that's it for the show. So, all right, guys, we're going to get out of here. So let's go ahead and fade out. And then when we come back from the fade out, uh, we'll raid somebody. So. Give us some uh, people to stri- uh, to maybe raid, perhaps. Are we streaming tomorrow? Uh, maybe. I might try try to go back into the gaming realm. Uh, you work from home, so you'll be bored and stir crazy. I was actually going to tell you, uh, once this podcast finishes, like, hey, man, if you want to play video games anytime after nine, love to leave the house. So let's go ahead and do that. 10 p.m. tomorrow. We'll see you there. Central Standard Time. TJ, you got real work. So that being said, everybody, you guys got to say bye to everybody. Say bye to everybody. Bye. All right, everybody. We're saying bye to everybody. Oh, we're saying bye to everybody. Everybody, bye. Oh, no. Back to you guys. Oh, no. We're waving. Bye. We're waving, everybody. Bye, everybody. He's tindering already. Not yet. In five minutes. <laughs>